His, his dad is in the Rump Runners, which is like a local band around Connecticut. And, uh, you know, they travel all across the country and they do, you know, uh, I think they did a show in Vegas and they did, they go to like Nashville and they record over there sometimes. Like, yeah, they do a lot of cool stuff, but I, I'll go and see them when I'm around town and they're playing a show and I'll be happy to see them. But besides that, I haven't really seen any professional actual like, welcome to this big stadium experience. Wow. You know, I have to go on Ticketmaster and do a bunch of fucking bullshit. So. But it is a lot of bullshit. I mean, I think we got a beer there. My dad and I, we both got beers and it was $8, which is normal for like a sporting event. I'm like, fuck. Cause there were some dudes who were like fucking wrecked. Like, God damn, they had to spend like 80 bucks just on beer. Well, not just that too. Like the, uh, just the whole culture these days of just like, okay, let's go drink this whole bottle of vodka in the parking lot. Then we're going to go inside and we're going to enjoy their show. It's like, hey, that ain't doing it. And like, no yeah. wonder why stupid shit happens all over the place now. Cause people just want to party first and then go do the thing. But, Some people can't play like that. You know? Yeah. It's such a hassle to go out there too. Where you're like, fuck. Oh, my mic might be low. Low mic. Yeah. That low testosterone, that low T. I turned myself down because I'm an idiot. <laughs> there it is. It's been so long, bro. So it long. has. I apologize. It, it was mental well, breakdown shit. So I, I was in my A for the first two weeks too. So it happens. Yeah, you know, mental health it comes for us all, and you know it comes in waves. Sometimes you you knock it out of the park, and other times it comes back for for shit. But yeah, how you been? Bad, better, good. Pretty much, it was. That was how it was. It was like just in that moment, just overthinking a bunch of stuff. You know, I just, I just realized how crazy I was. For instance, and everything, and I was just like, let me just just get my bearings a little bit. You know, so sometimes you got to do that away from the public sphere. But I mean, like, what to the to the ten people that were wondering where we are? Like, hello, we're back. Hello, lovely to lovely to grace your presence again. Hopefully, you're not too pissed off at us. Most of them have our phone numbers anyway, so if they really true, care. true. Oh, except for Brussels. Brussels, email us, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't don't text me and fucking make my bill go up or whatever bullshit that happens these days. Yeah, that's how so. old you are that you think that still matters. Oh fuck, really? <laughs> yeah. well, is so it not? I think is phone it... calls does, but texts don't matter. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely it's dating like... myself. Yeah, like, ooh, that's a long-distance text. <laughs> <laughs> All right, shut the fuck up. Well, they used to have that shit, like, when I would go on a cruise or whatever, like, they'd be like, all right, you could text someone while you're, you know, if you have, like, the internet connected, but, like, if you're going to send a, an actual text, like, don't do it. Turn turn on airplane mode when you're on the cruise ship, blah, 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 so you don't waste your service or whatever. Like, I remember doing all that shit. Really? But then again, that was, like... 15 years ago <laughs> 15 to 18 years ago so I'm, I'm not I'm not very hip well I feel old too because I remember when unlimited texting was a thing like when it first came out and I'm like what do I need unlimited who am I going to text that much that I need unlimited texting bro you had the, you had your minutes 
mm-hmm. that would do that would roll over if you didn't use all of them to the next to the yeah. next month. That was good. I remember having a, a, a girlfriend in high school that we would always get in trouble because we'd just be going over the minutes. Because then I think what it was Verizon that had a thing where if like you had Verizon and you were talking to someone with Verizon, it didn't matter. But if you had Verizon, you're talking like AT and T person. Or remember, it was singular first mm-hmm. before that. So like if you're talking to someone on singular or T Mobile or like that, then it's going to start accumulating. But at nine o'clock p.m., then it'd be like, all right, now it's free for whatever fucking reason. They gave you like those little tiny like yeah. windows of freedom and shit. And I was like, all right, that was just that was just life, you know? It was weird. Yeah, just unnecessary rules for no fucking reason. Yep, landlines and dial-up internet, you couldn't have those two going at once. You know, like, if you got a phone call, you just lost your Pornhub browser. Or <laughs> that part wasn't even a thing yet, so. Yeah. yeah, your AOL fucking chat rooms, getting groomed by some dude down the street. Yeah, uh, doing that MySpace. I never was a MySpace person. I, I, I hopped on late to the game. Someone made me my Facebook. That was someone made me my Instagram in high school. I didn't have it till my senior year. Same. Yeah. My junior year going into my senior year, I went to this like conference in Boston. That was like this meant like, you know, uh, the end, the national youth leadership forum for medicine. Cause I always said I used to want to be a anesthesiologist. That's a lot of money. I thought about it too. I'm like, dude, just to knock bitches out for a living. That's kind of so that was that was like you know that that whole funny enough like yeah I didn't have an Asian mother but my mother still wanted me to be a doctor so mm-hmm. ha 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 very funny can't escape some things but what was it yeah so I went to there and when I met everyone there they made me the Facebook because we wanted to keep in touch and everything so I was like all right cool so that's pretty much what did it like I needed to keep in touch with a bunch of random ass people I think I filtered mine out to mostly just family and people I still talk to just because fuck them. It's kind of a waste of time having people who I went to third grade with. Then makes you feel old too when they have kids. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I mean, I did that on Instagram where I just purged everyone who I didn't like talk to within like the last year or so. I was like, if I talk to this person in a year, no, unfollow or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, I don't really. I'm, I'm the only social media that I do. Like, you know, I don't post. I only just send shit to you guys. So. It's- it's really just me and you sending shit to each other, and then Sam's just observing our chat. That's yes, that's what it is. Because <laughs> like, at this point, I'm like, I don't even know why we are in a group chat when I should just be sending it to you. But we still have, like, it, it is funny when, <laughs> when I see that we have our group chat, and then just you and me, like, right underneath, and, we, <laughs> and, we'll, and it'll be like, we, we still send each other individual shit. Like, okay, like this, everyone will enjoy this, but I know Spec will actually enjoy this. Well, it's like the the same thing for one. you. I sent you, I'm like, Sam wouldn't understand this. <laughs> yeah, but my, meanwhile, my history boner, like, <laughs> fucking shot right up. I was like, oh, I love it. Sky view. So I was like, all right, well, fuck it. Sometimes I'll send it in there, but I'm like, he's not going to. I don't even know if he looks at it anymore. I mean, didn't that happen last time? No, you got banned or some shit last time, right? Like, didn't you drop off? I, I had that second account because I had made two. Because, you know, I was up to no good back then. And then I was like, fuck, why do I have two accounts? You up to no good? I don't believe it. I know. So then I just deleted it. And I forgot I was in that group. I forgot to add myself back into there. And I was like, oh, fuck it. Fuck it. So we had to make a new one. Mm-hmm. It's probably good because I don't even know what's going on in that old one. Yeah, for like it, 
it took me like Monty actually texted me or messaged that chat. He was like, "Yo, like Cantrell's gone, bro." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oops," because <laughs> I was still sending shit to it. And he was like, "Oh yeah, no, like he, he ain't here." I'm like, "Oh okay." Yeah, I deleted that one. I was like, "It's so dumb to have two Instagram accounts. I can barely function on one." I'm still trying to figure out how to send gifts and fucking comments, and I can't. People, other people can. I can't. I don't know. It's bullshit. Now I'm curious. Look it up. Doing it live, people. Right. You're um, growing your hair out. What? You gonna grow your hair out? It's looking yeah. pretty long. Well, I mean, it's just I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna cut it when I have to do something. That's how I treat it. Oh. Uh, when Look I gotta do though. something, thank you. Appreciate it. It's that it's at that weird length where I can't wear a hat because it'll all look super fucking disheveled and crazy underneath. Like, uh, like you just dropped a bomb off at your local post office. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like or I'm some yeah. fucking like surfer punk bullshit asshole. You know what I mean? Like it's all like that skater dude shit. I got that. I don't like that. But not the good like the molester kind. Yeah, yeah, not like the yeah. Tony. I'm not like a cool Tony Hawk dude, bro. No, I'm just like, like the, the dude who would sleep with a girl who's passed out at a party and not think it's bad. I'm the oldest dude at the skate park, essentially. Like that's yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you're not that good though. Yeah, I'm not. I don't even have a skateboard. I'm just there <laughs> in my denim outfit. Yeah, your brand new fucking Vans that you've never skated with. Like, What's up, guys? You want to smoke some weed behind the bathrooms? That I mean, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. Now what was it? Uh, shit. Yeah. Well, I forgot we. Oh yeah, I, I I don't know how to do that either. I just looked at the thing. It doesn't. I don't fuck. Whatever. Who cares? It's bullshit. I don't know. It's probably some Android shit that we won't get for two years. Well, I mean, to be fair, we had that whole thing where we could like, um, I remember we iPhone people could hold down the post and like react to it a different way. You know, like in in the chats. So like you could, you know how like we'll have like the the emoji faces, not just the hearts Mm -hmm. that we like it. I just heart it. I'm not that extra. Like if I thought it was funny, then clearly I would like the post, right? So, I mean, it doesn't mean I love the... You get know what I'm saying? I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's just so extra to be like laughy face. I've Riley, he does that. To, like, if it's funny, he'll do the... I might do just like it. It's just a double click. You don't got to like hold it. I, bro, trust me. There, I went through this whole... Like, just... And with it, like, this was within this whole window of craziness that I was just leaving. Uh, I, I decided I'm no longer going to actually like like the posts. That I come across, I'm trying to see if I could like un like every time I come across a post that I did like because I'll get repeats, so I'm going to now unlike those. Okay. So it's kind of like I'm going I'm going to like try to erase my internet history in some sort of a way or like or fuck up my algorithms. I'm trying to fuck with it, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to see what I could do. If you go in your settings, you can look at everything you've liked and just unlike it from there. I I they used to do that. They don't have posts you like anymore, or at least That's I can't good. find them. Jeez. I only saw was I'm getting old, bro. I don't know shit like that anymore. I remember I, I you could look through the saved. I know that, but saved and liked are two different things. Because there are some that I saved because they were like really good and I didn't want to lose them. The worst is when you save it and you try to go back to it. It's been deleted. Yeah. Yeah, it's under. So you go to look at we're learning settings, today, your activity. Interactions and then likes. 
Your activity. Oh, okay. I wasn't good. that they changed it up. Got it. Interactions, likes, boom. There you go. Oh, perfect. So I could select all these and unlike them. Because like it looks like I could just select them. Oh yes. yeah, you can, huh? Wow. <laughs> oh, this will be good. So, so essentially, I'll just be going through this from now on. Just <laughs> you'll be getting a lot of repeats, everybody. Get ready. That's, I thought about doing that too, but I'm like, ugh. That's fucking eight years of just bullshit I've liked. And I know when it gets down to like high school years, it's a lot of horny pictures I liked. I I thank God that. All right, so I, there was this one dude that he was a good guy. It was, there's nothing anything about him, but for whatever reason, he did. I don't think he knew that we could see that he liked stuff. <laughs> so like, I was going through, you know, the, you know, because what was it back then? I think what the Chive was posting a lot of like risque pictures back in the day and a bunch of shit like that, like all the models and whatnot. And it's just every time you would. It would come past, like, you scroll past the page, you would see his name, just liked it. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't want to ever do that. I don't, so I made it, a, I conscious self, or yeah, consciously made a choice to, like, I'm not going to, like, any hot girl thirst trap picture. You know who showed me the chive? Was a fucking bisexual girl. So, oh, you look at this. I'm like, oh. Oh. <laughs> what is this? Hey. It's called the chive. I'm like, all right. So I was big into that until, like, senior year, and then I was like, Pfft. I've progressed. It's fucking stupid to save pictures of hot chicks. I don't even know. Right. But they had some cool shit, like the backgrounds they would do like once a week. They'd have like wallpapers. And that was cool. Yeah. I mean, I just like to go through like, what was it? There was the chive that would give you a bunch of news and other bullshit. And then they would do the hot girls. And then they had the chivette page with all that was like the legitimate, like this is only the girls. And then they had, other stuff going on too, like Chive Sports, Chive, whatever the fuck. Um, I was introduced to the Chive by Goose and Iceman. They, uh, nice. what was it? They had, they were, they were drinking like Chive beer. So I forgot. It was something along those lines. But, like, yeah, this is like, all right, cool. Yeah. Anyways. All right. 14 <laughs> minutes in. Gotta love it. It's been so long, though. It has. We're, we're, we got a lot to, figure out or if we're just going to give everyone just a little like what this is this even going to be a technical episode or is this like like, is it going to fit into a format because we could talk about whatever we could talk about all the shit welcome back five hour podcast (laughs) like we could do one of those type shits like jesus christ yeah Yeah, like a dan carlin type shit like i'm cooking midway through this podcast (laughs) you're like you're hearing me like give mabel food stuff um I don't. That's what I was saying. I'm trying to think of shit that we haven't been able to talk about because I've been so fucking busy the past month with school and uh, still struggling with that bullshit. Yeah, I mean, they fucking they're. I don't like school now. I never liked school then, but I feel like school now is that there's just not. It's just not geared towards the same shit of like trying to teach you how to become a better person or, you know, just be a well-rounded individual and know everything. It's all about political ideologies and other bullshit and, you know. Mine's not that bad because I go to a Christian college, so it depends on your point of view. But I'm in two classes that are teaching me how to do research and I'm a fucking junior. Like, dude, I've 
been doing research for like my Napoleonic studies class and bullshit like that. I'm like, but I have to take the class. I'm like, dude, it's a fucking waste. It is one of them's my fault because I was supposed to take it when I was like a fucking sophomore. And I was like, oh, no, I'll wait. And now that I'm about to graduate in t- fucking two semesters, I'm like, oh, fuck. It's uninteresting bullshit. My constitution class is pretty dope. Get to learn about them. There you go. How base some of them were and how a lot of them were uh, like Thomas Jefferson wasn't a very good person and shit like that. A lot of them weren't very good people, to be honest with you. Most of them were not. <laughs> I think we talked about George Washington killing people in their sleep on Christmas Day and being like, if you really think about it, that's kind of fucked up. I know you're at war, but. Right. They were, they were killing, killing hungover German Hessians and shit like that. Like, just fucking not giving a fuck. There was uh, John Adams. I mean, he was from Boston. You get old Bill Burr of the Founding Fathers. You know he's racist, bro. Yeah. He can't be from Boston and not be racist. He like, got uh, Mark- Funny, though, like, he got his kid in to office, and his kid fucking got worried about the mole people and almost tried to uh, raise an army to go fight him. Yeah. A little tidbit, good old Quincy. Uh, what else? And then you got. Well, I had heard Jefferson. So he had the slaves, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if this is true. It may have been on that Matt and Shane podcast, but apparently, the the pale skinned slave he was banging may or may not have been his half sister. Because he got that like a lot of the shit he inherited from his father. And you know, pale skin. Got it. I die. So the no one. I just gave Cantrell like a look, like excuse me, and then yeah. All right, now let's make it sense. So hair, um, related, and uh, what was it? Um, fuck. What's the word I'm looking for? When you Incest? inherited? No, yeah, inherited. When you inherit Inbreeding? property, inherit property, and then oh. all the other shit. That's how it goes. Yeah. So. I don't even know how we got on this, but <laughs> oh my! Oh no, God. we're just talking about yeah, Constitution, presidents, all of them were. I mean, like to, to be honest, if you are president of the United States, you are not a good person. <laughs> like I'm just gonna tell you, to to want to be yeah. in that type of position, to want to have that much power, to want to have that. No, you're not a decent individual. That's not how it goes. Like if you ever want to be in those positions, like you want, I want to be a congressman, I want to be a senator, I, then you're a fucked up piece of shit. Well, I'm I sorry. I want to be a congressman so I can insider trade. I mean, that's that, you're looking at it from the perspective of like, okay, money. <laughs> yeah, so everybody else does it. Yeah. yeah, it blows my mind that they just get away with it, and then they bring it up like they're going to pass the bill, and none of them vote for it. I'm like, oh no shit! Mm-hmm. You're going to ask the people to stop making money? Come on, dude. But yeah, I mean, if you really look at the framework of the Constitution, like I have in this class. Like, damn, they were really smart. And I know, like, we would go through the debates, like Madison versus uh, James Madison versus Patrick Henry on separation of church and state, shit like that. Like, that's cool. Kind of well, see I mean, like, they, like, to put things into perspective, like, they had to, they couldn't fuck around and find out, right? Like, they kind of, they, they had to work it out. Like, it didn't, it wasn't smooth. 
No. You know just, what I mean? Like, what do we have? Yeah. We had Articles of Confederation first. And that was like, all right. That was our first little, what are we going to do with that? And then I was like, all right, fucking scrap that bullshit. We got to get something else involved. So, I mean, like, yeah, it's not like this was like the, oh, their, their uh, one hit wonder was like the, the fucking, the best thing ever. It's like, yeah. no, they, they tried and fucked up and failed and figured out. Yeah. You know, so they a lot of people don't know that. that though. They think July 4th, 1776 constitution was written. It's like, no. I think it was 89, wasn't it? Well, I mean, that's like uh, uh, me uh, and you and probably Goose and five other people that listen to this podcast <laughs> are the only ones that actually paid attention in history. So, yeah, that's true. But I mean, it's it's so cool to sit back and see like how it formed. And really, they they built a really fucking good system that we just perverted along the way. Yep. Like it used to be like their whole goal was like, if you don't live in your area you should not be representing your people and how many people in congress do that today yep if they don't live in their district they don't fucking i mean what dr oz wasn't even from fucking pennsylvania and he ran there i think yeah or you got hillary clinton that goes from fucking wherever the hell she was and goes and runs for office in fucking new york well yeah i mean before i don't know where she was from before arkansas illinois Illinois That's where she's from. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, goes from from there to there I mean, to fucking New York. Like Bill was a governor of Arkansas and then became president. So you think? I mean, obviously they fucking hate her now, but back then I think she probably could have ran just on him. I mean, that's where uh, the the Whitewater scandal took place in Arkansas. Which also, by the way, Whitewater is a amusement park in Branson, Missouri. <laughs> For those who don't know, it's a water place, whatever you call it. A water park? There you go. A water a water place park. Yeah. That's the word. All right. I think this is over. <laughs> we <did an> update. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. No. <laughs> we uh, we come we come back up from a long hiatus for twenty minutes and then we fucking peace out. That yeah. that would be funny. Yeah. I wouldn't care if you did that. If you cut it right now. Just cut it, start playing the music now, and just be like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Why are you still here? Why are you still here? We're we're ending this now. <laughs> oh shit. But yeah, I, I what's uh what's the calls? How was uh have you been speaking to Monty lately? I know you yeah. guys did that podcast and you did a couple other things, so I'm glad you kinda took over a bit with the reins and, and whatnot. Uh yeah, I talked to him. Quite a bit. He's still stupid. Well, we all are. So gay, retarded, whatever else we used to say about him. Oh, we hate him. That's what we said. Mm-hmm. How, how many kids well. today? How many kids? What's the tally up to? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's definitely got enough to start his own Pee Wee football league. Oh, okay. Yeah. Administration too? Could he do that, or is it just the players? <laughs> <laughs> we got. Are we, are we talking third string too? We got like we got yeah. replacement stuff working in. You can the feel the whole and a punter. Oh yeah. Jesus! Yeah. Damn, Monty, you got to slow it up, bro. Like mm-hmm. he's got depth. Might win the national championship this year. All right. Oh, good for him. I'm starting to think that would be kind of sick to see a pee wee football league, but treated like actual sports, like college football. Oh, y'all, Jesus Christ. Everyone's taking so seriously. Well, I mean, like, I, because I know you're from, you know, Texas, and there, there's a lot of that huge, like, high school football spirit. You know what I mean? Like, the Friday Night Lights, all that shit. Like, ha, ah, uh, what was it? I, I, when I was out in Kansas, 
visiting Matt, I was talking to one of his roommates, and uh, his dad was like the mayor of this small town, and he had to play like, and his football team was like, you know, it was really huge, but they didn't have enough kids to play it. So, like, you know, so there would be a lot of guys that would like play both roles, offense and defense and shit, and, you know, they'd have to do a lot of, you know, stuff. But it's like 11 people for like the fucking. Is that how many you need on the field? Eleven yep. people. So they had probably like fucking like eleven guys for the whole team, honestly. So I did that when I when I lived in Arkansas and I played football. A lot of times if you were good, you had to play both sides. And that fucking sucked. Especially yeah. living in Arkansas where it's humid as fuck. And I just remember the smell of those pads were something fierce, bro. <laughs> it was bad. But it was fun. I do miss football sometimes. But. Yeah, I, I I would miss the. I mean, like I mean now, I just kind of do shit myself. But I, I I do miss. I can't wait till I start actually going to the fucking. Thing. I found uh, what was it? Dave and I stumbled across going through the manuals that there's a fencing organization and uh, almost like order, mm-hmm. like um, society type deal that uh, that's based out of Connecticut. So. We're uh, we're gonna go there. They're German based, so we're gonna be doing that versus Italian or any other forms of ha ha ha. Yeah, and I like. I mean, I mentioned it before though. Like all my manuals, it's like I have a I have one Japanese manual because I had that from like way back in the day that um that my dad had got me when I was doing tank judo and doing sword shit for that. But you know, it was just I didn't I didn't like pay attention to it because I was a kid, so it was like whatever. But I'm reading it now. It's actually really interesting. And so there's, I'm learning Japanese from, from, from the Japanese people, from the Germans, and from the Italians. So I'm learning from the Axis powers how to fight like a fucking, and I fucking hate it. Uh, Shadowversity did a great video on a katana, by the way. Like explaining like why it works, having the one sided blade, and how they make it so thin. And then because it's so thin, they can have that really thick back because it's one sided. Compared to European swords and shit, I'll try to find it and send it to you. Okay, yeah. I mean, I know. Then also, the natural curve of the katana makes it to where your edge alignment is just naturally great. Mm-hmm. You don't got to worry about that. Like I was doing cutting. Uh, what was it? Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. It was Sunday. Uh, it was one of my friend's birthdays, and we were just hanging out. You know, like just let's all just hang out together and shoot the shit. So it was me, my buddy Mike, and our mutual friend Rakish was his birthday, and we were here. And uh, David got me to Tommy Matt's for Christmas. So I set it up downstairs. We were doing some cutting and stuff. And it was, you know, just cutting with a katana versus cutting with a longsword. We're two different types of things. Plus, I have to really, 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 really sharpen my swords for that stuff. Because my my swords weren't nearly as sharp enough to, to cut through the zombies oh. like I thought they were. So, but it's good. Now I know I'm going to spend, you know, a good couple hours, like, actually, like, really going to town with a whetstone on my sword. So. I heard if you spit on it, it makes it tougher. Well, I mean, what's you're supposed to have the stone itself be wet because, you know, with either oil or water or something because of the pores that make sure that everything's fucking it's it's a process. So it's funny, I'm gonna cut you out like mid sentence and then just play the elevator music. <laughs> just do it. Do what you wanna do. It's fine. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, 
I I mean, go for it. Whatever you want to do, I don't care. We both both know I'm not going to. (laughs) I have to go to the timestamp, mute this, put it in, and just be a pain in the ass. It would be. I mean, I know for whenever I do shit like that, I'm always like, ugh. Yeah, then you're like halfway through and you're like, I'll just leave it in. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of anything else we need to talk about before we get into The Last of Us. Oh, Harry Potter. Start playing that. I oh, you got I'm, it? Yep. Nice. How are you enjoying it? Uh, pretty good. I mean, I like it. Just little things like I told you before. Uh, I was hoping there'd be a like a bully aspect where if you get caught out at night, you get in trouble. But not so it's much. Only in, it's only in missions, which oh. I understand because the time kind of moves quickly. So it's, there's more freedom, but I still wouldn't have my longer days with that aspect of like if you get caught, you get in trouble. Yeah, can you imagine if they made a game like that where it was like the the time that's in game is depending on the time that's in real life, depending on where you are and shit. So like well, you yeah. log onto the game and all of a sudden like oh it's it's three p.m. in game and it's going to stay like that until you know, as well, the day goes. Animal Crossing does that. Really? Yep. It's a pain Ooh. in the ass when you get on late and all the shops are closed. You're like, fuck. <laughs> but wow, that's pretty- crazy. I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. And like you have to build shit. Like, well, it's like if you upgrade your house, you literally have to wait till the next day before it's upgraded. Uh, so I feel like maybe in terms of that, then maybe make it inverse then. So like if it's 3 p.m. here, it'll be 3 a.m. in the game. Well, I mean, you can set your location. True. Do that too. Because I'm, I'm just thinking of a way to like make it to where like, because when do I know if at least for, for me, I usually game at night if I am to game, you know? So like you were saying, like when you would log on and it's like, fuck, it's, it's, I'm playing at night and I can't go to these shops. So it would be like, all right. So it would kind of make sense to where you would kind of inverse it. So you'd have well, those you, people that do play can, late up and it's kind of like the middle of the day. They have these, I forget what they're called. They're like policies. So you can do it to where everything you sell at the shop is worth more, but everything, like everything I sell, I get more money for, but everything you buy costs more, right? This is the inflation act. Yeah, you can also do it. You can have a setup to where the shops stay up or are open later, but I'm sure there's like negative consequences to both. Like everything you do is kind of different. Like there's one where they do uh, it's like beautification, so the other people on the island plant flowers. I left that on for like three weeks and came back to my island, and it's just covered in flowers. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> so. There's just a little shit. You can do that later on, but in the beginning when you can't do that, it's a pain in the ass. But, I mean, you can always just go offline and then set your time if you're really right. But right. it's just a pain in the ass. But Harry Potter is good. I mean, that whole controversy over the transphobia stuff was weird. Because I'm like, it's just a fucking... I know J.K. Rowling, you know, she made it, she gets money from it, but... I don't know. I I didn't think it was that bad. I I mean, like it's it's, and this is another one of the reasons why I went insane. Because I realized that no matter what you do, no matter what you say, ev- the whole world is fucked. All right, there's not any sort of thing where like, oh, there's hundred percent, you're in the right, you're a good, upstanding 
human beings, whatever the fuck, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're the perfect person. That person does not fucking exist. We're all pieces of shit in our own sort of fucking way. You know what I mean? So whenever, so like you said, JK Rowling, boom, like, okay, there's, um, she did, she said what she said. So now there's a whole reason to go up in arms and try to fucking take down her shit. And it's like, well, if you really care about it, every single fucking thing that you could do, like fucking look at the last of us, you could talk about all the bullshit that happened with Neil Druckmann and what he did for two and all the other bullshit with Emmy Henning and all that controversy and shit. And he goes, Oh, so, but I still watched the fucking show. You know, you got to do that thing where you separate the fucking art from the artist sometimes, but people don't do that. George R.R. Martin has a weird incest fantasy. But people so, still fucking eat up his shit. You know, everyone, no, no one was boycotting House of the Dragon. You know what I mean? Which is nothing but incest. It's, exactly. It's the Targaryens, like Jesus. <laughs> the house of fuck. Like, goddamn. Yeah. So, Somebody needs to really look into that. I'm just saying. But, I mean, all of, the whole thing, what I'm trying to get at is at least that it doesn't matter. We put this out. Someone could bring up all of our past shit. Oh, don't listen to that podcast because that's that. Same thing with fucking, you could say anything about Rogan. Uh, it's fucking, and you know what I mean? Just put any big project up that you're like, oh, look at that. And then fucking talk about it. It's like, oh, well, it's it's linked back to some fucking bullshit. If you just keep pulling that thread, you're going to find bullshit to bitch about. So we got to that point and we're starting to, I, I thought I heard something in passing where it was like, are we exporting woke culture or some bullshit to other places? No. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, <laughs> you know? In Afghanistan. Uh, when we left, yeah. If you go there, there's just binders full of uh, gender studies shit. <laughs> of them trying to teach Afghanistan people that no women have rights. You can't be mean to them. They have to get educated. And since we left, how many women's schools do you think are in Afghanistan? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a safe bet and say zero. <laughs> because when the Taliban were taken over, there were armed Afghani dudes there being like, "Am I gonna die so these girls can go to school?" Do I care enough? Nope, I'm going home. And they just left. Didn't uh, the, wasn't another thing that happened recently too, like or at least not recently, but in the past of our in the during our hiatus. Didn't like the Taliban all equipped and armed with our fucking shit go after ISIS or something like that? Like didn't they have like a little fucking like head to head moment? Like Yeah, they're fighting the each fuck? other cuz ISIS is bombing them, which I'm like god. Let it happen, right? Fuck it. I mean, the Taliban won me over when they had those videos of them eating ice cream. And I'm like, these guys are kind of base. They're mocking us. <laughs> like, or like when you see them like on the helicopters are kicking their little feet. You know, they're, yeah, just, being, they're it, just being fucking boys, you know? <laughs> bro, when they when people were like, they're hanging people from helicopters. And then you see it and it's the dude just like swimming in the air. Cause he left, <laughs> like, right? It only, it only took them like 30 hours to figure out how to fly a helicopter. And they're like, you want to go up? All right, sick. But I'm doing this. Fuck it, right? Who's going to stop us? Who's going to stop us? (laughs) Those Muslim guys, like everywhere you see Saudi Arabia, where they just at weddings, they're shooting off AKs in the sky. I'm like, these guys get it. They're having a blast. (laughs) These guys get it. (laughs) I can't be mad at them. I'm like, they're just doing what we, they're doing what we want to do. Essentially, yeah. like we want to go unload our full loaded magazine at a fucking wedding, you know, up in the air because we're so happy for the occasion. You know, we want to be able to fucking pretend that we're swimming from the bottom of a fucking Black Hawk. You know what I mean? Like we're we're doing yeah. that shit in video games for sure. You know, we get to do that. But oh, they can do this in real that's, life. 
That's all that was. Yeah, yeah. they get to be that in real life, and they're just having a blast. I'm like, damn, bro, it sucks. Like they just wrestle with bears and shit because they didn't get the body. Yeah, those Dagestani boys. Yeah, but yeah, I, I definitely think the woke culture shit's being exported. Like, I understand. This is probably a weird take for me, but I understand why in America everybody's like. There's no, like, America's not a white nation or whatever, because, okay, I agree. Like, when you say American, like, okay, you might think of a white person, but, I mean, you can be any other race and be American, right? Like, abroad. When you go abroad to, like, Japan and a black guy clearly with an American accent talking, they're not like, oh, he's African. Like, no, he's a fucking American, right? I I, honestly, to this, I don't know how this is going to sound, but I'm going to say it anyways. So I think it's opposite to where like when you go, when I think of like people outside of the country, you know, when I think of English guy, I have a picture of a a person in my face, you know, in my head, you know, I see like Michael Caine or I see, you know what I mean? Like I think that's my point is that we as Americans don't really shouldn't have that racial just. Yeah, I don't see that. I feel like America is has an it's an ideology. Yeah, exactly. That's my America is an ideology and everywhere else. Has everything else, you know what I mean? Like that's so when Germany's like, oh, we need to be multicultural. I'm like, no, you really don't. Like, you're Germany for a reason. Yeah. Same thing with Poland. Like, and I'm not just saying this about white countries. I'm saying this about you know Asia, Africa. Like, I wouldn't want a bunch of fucking honkies moving to fucking Nigeria. Or not even that too. It's like, bro, like fucking. It doesn't make sense to have the whole fucking Chinese goddamn swimming team be full of fucking white people. You know what I mean? Like, it's not how it works. Like. Like once again, America it makes sense because we're not like even if you want to go ethnicity, like everyone who can't like all yeah, the white cheering people, on the Native Americans. I would have done that. You know what I mean? Like fucking. But no, we people, had to purge all those fucking mascots. Besides the Chiefs, because we're just like oh, it's close enough that we're gonna let you pass. Well, I think the but, Chiefs actually have like a decent actual like history behind their naming. Or something like that. Like I know there's one baseball team out there that's like Indian based and it's um like actually not horribly racist in the history of how they came up about their naming. So like an honorary name. So it might be the Chiefs. If they're this if they're the ones that are still standing, so I think it might be the Chiefs. Okay. But uh I really don't I know it gets complicated too, because you go to fucking which bothers me about south and central america where they call white people colonizers i'm like buddy get a dna test because <laughs> yeah. when it says spanish on there i hate to tell you but uh well i mean history. and that's what i'm talking about where it's like we've been around for so fucking long at this point in time that every person ethnicity race whatever the fuck has had a chance to fuck over some other person ethnicity Oh yeah, country. So you know, so so it's like all of our all of our hands are dirty. So we either have to just say fuck it, this isn't worth it, and just blow our fucking heads off, or we say okay, let's see where we could actually work within these fucking parameters. Because it's either okay, let's take everything down because everything's fucked and everything's horrible, or we say okay, where does it stop, or where do we ignore it, or where do we just say it doesn't matter anymore? Like that's where we're at right now. We're just seeing because well, I think you sent that thing in the chat that was talking about like freedom versus. Um, equity, freedom versus equity. When you try to make everything equal, it kills freedom because you can't have freedom when everything's equal. You know what I mean? And versus, and it, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, that was a really good one because it really explains that out. Like, you can't have freedom if you want everyone to be equal because inher- inherently freedom breeds inequality. Yeah. Because um, that means I'm free to be better at you than something else. <laughs> like, versus equity is like you can't be better than at something else than someone else. And it just never works. Like, he even goes into detail, like in the Soviet Union, the big – I mean, look – Every communist country, there's inequality, and you're not going to tell me there's not. And the only few arguments I heard about, well, you know, the dear leader has a more important job. Oh, well, then you're all unequal, right? The soldiers who get fed, because you have to feed and house and clothe your military. Otherwise, they're going to be shoving a bayonet up your ass like they did to fucking Gaddafi. But back to the, the diversity thing. Um, I really think I don't know why there's such a such a obsession with like ticking off the boxes for race. Like what's like I said, America's it's not just race thing. though. It's race, sexual identity, your oh. fucking whatever. The, it, it doesn't yeah. matter. Everything and anything could be critiqued. Could be fucking did that. Like it's it, that's just how it is now. Like I said, it's we've weird. been along for we've been alive for so goddamn long. This is what happens. But it, it is that like checklist culture of like. It's almost like you have two different sides. The more woke people are – like both sides are aware of how dangerous the world is and the woke people want to like have everything in control. Like socially, like all right, if we do this, everything's going to be fine. We're going to be safe. Like the high anxiety kind of thing. Whereas then on the other side, it's like just fucking leave me alone. I want to be in my shed. You know what I mean? I don't know. From yeah, the game. there's one. There's one end that wants to be Bill from The Last of Us, and there's yeah. one end that wants to be uh, uh, his his husband. I forgot his name. Bill and Frank. I so, always want to say Ted. <laughs> Bill and Ted. Yeah. yeah, Keanu Reeves and the other guy. But there is there's that. However, I will say if you give me a movie with Keanu Reeves and Ron Swanson, I will watch the movie. I'll watch it. I'm just kidding. John Wick and Ron Swanson going to town on some fucking bullshit. Like, yeah, good movie. But I don't know. I think we just came off as right wing extremist. The police are going to come for us now. Oh, for this bucket. I don't care. Um, what is it? I just I mean, look, I always at least now I'm looking at my expenses every time I get my paycheck and I'm like, all right, how much of this is going to go towards like what I need? What's going to go towards bills? What's going to go towards food? What's going to go towards overhead? You know? And then I have, like, that's that's my one mindset where it's like, okay, that's what you need to do. And then my other mindset's, none of this shit's going to be existing anymore in a year or so. Like, all this shit's going to be fucking in flames. So spend your money on ammunition or other shit now because you're going to need it. Like, like yeah. that's how my fucking mind is going, where it's like, what do I do? Do I be responsible or do I actually prep? Like, what the fuck? Because, and... I think that whole mindset that I'm having with the whole something's going coming to an end, I really do think it's that culture of how we're just, you know, it, it, we're hitting that breaking point. Nothing lasts, you know, everything ends. Everything ends. Yeah. So this whole phase that we're in, this whole horrible, what we always bitch about, it's going to end. And there's going to be a fucking era where we, you and me, are laughing our asses. I'll be like, ha ha, this is hilarious. Remember all that bullshit? And then we're going to get our comeuppance after that. And then, you know what I mean? It's That's just yeah, how it goes. Yeah, exactly. That's how it's going to go. I die at Nuremberg with you, bro. Hell yeah. 
I, I know for a fact that when everything does, I'm going to be lined up against the wall and shot. I'm just going to ask for a cigarette. That's all I got to do. No, you don't smoke anymore, dog. Don't be doing that. No, but I mean that. But that's the thing, you know. When they line you up for a wall, what do you ask for? No. Give me a cigarette. No, I'll be there. You know what? My last request: he doesn't get a cigarette. <laughs> and then we just look at each other. And they fucking shoot us. <laughs> I give you that. What the fuck? Look at Bo. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good good way to end. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. It'd be fitting. Yeah, especially for us. It'd yeah. be fitting. That would be actually really funny. Like, my last request, don't give a cigarette. But he's like, takes it out of your mouth. You're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I get one drag of it and then they take it away. I'm like, Jesus Christ. That would be funny. Right? But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know we're not really political people in that aspect, but at the same time, it's like. At least not anymore. I, I used yeah. to be. I used to be highly, highly fucking. You know, because that's what the thing when you're young, when you're young, you always are aggravated by injustice. So you're always and what's the most unjustified thing in this country? The fucking government. So, of course, I'm glued to that shit. And when I was younger and I was following all these fucking different people and I know like some some were good, some were bad that I listened to over the years and some started off bad and became good. And some started off good, became bad. And, uh, you know, I. I I, I had to turn off. I can't do it anymore. I had to. Yeah. We've said it before, but I mean, like, it's, it's, and it's getting, like, I understand it. Cause I know me. I know me. I'm going to get locked into it again. It's going to, it's going to fucking burrow its way into my head. Yeah. And I'm not going to think about it. The worst is when you sit back and you're like, I, I totally understand how this should work. I don't understand why they don't just do it. It's like, man. It's one of those things where, I hate politics because it's it's a never ending never ending story of bullshit, really. Like and I don't know, I, I guess so sick and tired of hearing people talk about civil war and fucking how America's like the Roman Empire, which there are some There are parallels, but it's not one for one. I mean, if we break if we boil it down to like, okay, how do empires fall, it's when they overspend they stretch themselves too thin and then they don't t- take care of their own people. And then the Germans come in and then half your empire falls. And then the Germans take that empire <laughs> and they try to start it up later on down the line. <laughs> yeah. And they become Kaiser and then talk about Reichs. And then that just boils down to even more bullshit you got to deal with later on. So Right? A lot of gas. Just not a good time. Mm-hmm. Nuremberg once again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Argentina. Ar- Congratulations. Ar- <laughs> oh, that was a funny thing, too. They were bitching about that, about how a lot of the players on the Argentinian Tinian, Tinian team, whatever, Argentina, have German ancestry. Well, yeah, well, I was talking, uh, what was it? There was a big discussion about that at work when the World Cup was going on, blah, 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 blah. And I was, you know, the people that I work with, they're not historians. And it's fine because we all wipe ass. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm the only, we only reason why I remember that shit is because it fucking interests me. So I was talking to him and I was like, I, you know, talk about, oh, I want to see this guy win because, you know, he's he's never, you know, because they're looking at it from what they know. They only know the players. So what was it? France is really good, right? And they like win they won 
last time. Yeah. Right. So there. So one of my one of my friends I was talking to was like, "Yeah, like that's great. Like I want France to come back and like you know maybe do a double. But then again, you know I wouldn't be mad too if Messi finally gets in and because he was Argentina, right? Mm-hmm. That was yeah. So like he was excited to see him win something because he's a really good player or whatever. And I just went, well, if you think about it, both sides fucking suck. He was like, what are you talking about? I was like, one, you got French colonizers, bro. You got the French that went around. They fucking the, all, all that bullshit that happened in the Congo. <laughs> well, you know, fucking Jesus Christ. They weren't helping. And then you, other side of that, too, Argentina, full of Nazis. So what do you want to root for, buddy? Like, I was I was making that sort of thing. And and he looked at me like, why you got to ruin shit? And I was like, sorry. Like, that's how it goes. I mean, I was doing that thing that I hate that other people do but but i was making a point though to where it was like this is stupid like i'm not going to look at this whole event of the world cup and so be so heavily invested on something that doesn't fucking matter towards like that's why i was saying like if you give like you win the world cup now your team has like a vote in one election or something you know what i mean like give like make it fucking worth it like none of this shit matters sports fans all this shit is a goddamn distraction doesn't matter how many fucking World Cups when you got people that are mining in a fucking hole somewhere for your fucking iPhone. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't fucking matter. So if you actually give these teams some political fucking saying power to actually make a change in the fucking world, you have actually intelligent players, not people who just show up and want to fucking just, I want to kick. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to have more of that. At least I feel like. You know, just if you're going to invest so much of your fucking, like, hard-earned, like, I'm going to make sure this whole room is decked out and fucking memorabilia for all my favorite sports teams that don't give a single fuck about me. Honestly, like if you died, oh, wow, like there goes another season ticket holder. Oh, well, they don't give a fuck. So why should I give a fuck if you win another goddamn cup or if you fucking do this, you know, or or if your team manager does that? Like, I don't fucking care about you guys. You all fucking suck. And it's all giant more. If you want to talk about too, a bunch of old white people making black people run on their fields and 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 make the money. Oh, what do you want? That's fucking racist and shit too. Let's like I said, let's just keep going down that fucking. Let's keep pulling shit apart because it's all fucking dumb. I'm sorry, I'm crazy. I told you we shouldn't be doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think that's different for the World Cup because, okay, as Americans, we're never really good at soccer, so. It doesn't really matter to us. I mean, if we wanted to be good at soccer, we could win the World Cup. I'm just saying. But yeah, if we actually field fielded the athletes that we have, like, yeah, the ones that are like third string and fucking Alabama or some bullshit. Yeah, you know, if we actually field the tier one guys, yeah, we'd be doing pretty good. Yeah, if we really want to, I think we could fucking win. But a lot of that's also tied to nationality, though. Like for us, it's different. But like people in Argentina who are like, you know, it's their country. They mean something versus, you know, conflating it with like the Dallas Cowboys like that. I do agree with because it's kind of it is a distraction. It's all Coming rah, from a rah, Cowboys rah. fan. Me. Yeah, I understand that for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's just raw, raw bullshit. Like the Super Bowl, I some of the, the shit they do just appease everyone so that you watch their game. Like they did the Black National Anthem. Never heard of it before. Apparently, it's a thing. They did it before the American National Anthem, I guess. But they didn't even talk about it. They're just like, some lady was singing, and I'm like, okay. Everybody's just standing around like, oh, what do we do? And then they do the American one. They do the flyover. You got to support the troops that are. Well, if we don't, if we don't, if we don't like America for what it stands for and all this, why would we like to mirror 
the practices by making you know what i mean like if, if we're really so against like if i'm part of the black community and i'm like oh okay well i hate america so much that well, i want my own national anthem but i'm then going to mirror our behavior off of america and give her uh, give you know what I mean? like it, it's kind of oh. like it's a fucking i think uh, it's a repeating cycle small vocal amount of people and it's not even most it's like back all right we're looping back we're back boys the jk rowling shit a lot of that stuff wasn't even trans people. It was this blanket trans ally term that people just wrap themselves in so they can do really shitty things and be, but look, I'm morally correct because it's no Vir- longer virtue signaling. That's what they're doing. Well, it's no longer about having that moral superiority. Like me telling you like, Oh, I went to Papua New Guinea and built schools for underprivileged kids. Now it's like, you're going with me to Papua New Guinea to build schools. <laughs> Otherwise you're a bigot piece of shit, garbage, fascist Nazi. It's no longer, I can do the thing and be morally superior. It's like, you're doing it with me. Otherwise you're the problem. And I don't know if it's always been like that. I don't think it has been. I don't think at least, when I was growing up, it wasn't like that. It was just you had people who were like that, who were like, I'm doing this because, oh, I'm a great person. But now or, it's or like. Not, or it's just like, okay, like my church, like uh, a friend of mine, like she was uh, part of this big church uh, group that would go and do that. So she went down there. She actually built a fucking church. You know what I mean? That She did it. And it wasn't because like she had, you know, she was trying to fucking flex in people's faces. It was like, yeah, well, the church is going. So I'm going to go with them. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's. But now it's not even like you're building a church. It's like, well, I support the idea of building a church. And if you don't support the idea of paying for them to build a church, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> That's what it's come down. It's like the most laziest form of, I mean, like you said, virtue sick, which isn't even like if you actually do something, you're contributing to something. You know what I mean? Right. But this new thing is like, no, I support the idea behind it. Fuck you for not letting me do that. It's, it's a wild thing, bro. This podcast, we're probably going to cut all this out. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. Let's leave it in. Like I told you, we're, we're coming back strong. We're being yeah. controversial. We're fucking going 12 hours. We're going to fuck. You sure heard Spec before we got on the podcast. He was talking about some crazy shit. Yeah, I, thought, I, might- I, grew, I grew a small little mustache. I had to shave <laughs> off real quick. You know, my yeah. hair, I had to part it a certain way, you know? <laughs> uh, and yeah, Kanye was, you know, giving me some uh, shout outs. So, you know, got to. That man is something else, bro. He's funny. <laughs> but he's like, uh, you, like, when people ask, do you disavow Hitler? No, nah, he's a great man. I'm like, God. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's, everything he's saying is like what black Israelites say. But he's just not a part of that group. So everybody's like, fuck this guy. Uh, I've always like, if, if I actually paid attention to this man's life in, in terms of like, you know, going through like from the, from this, I just know enough to piece together like a general history of Kanye to him. Like, okay, he has mental health issues. He's gone through some shit, which didn't help those, those issues. And now we're here. So that's where I'm at to where I can, I can only take what I see and say, okay, well that two plus that two equals this four. When oh, you, say, forgot, you forgot the fame whore he was married to that just used him for clout. Like she literally used him until he was too toxic for her, and then she threw him away. And that's shitty. Yeah, 
Yeah, and, but I mean, like, and there's the thing with, with you know, you could praise Kim all you want for doing, because, you know, didn't she go and, like, get her some something to do with, like, the law? Isn't she doing some, like, lawyer shit now? Or not, or, or representing cases? I I know that she went and she started doing some shit like that. Like, you know how, like, Aston Kutcher is actually helping people? No, was it Aston Kutcher? It was, it was yeah. one of those guys, like, yeah, he no, went, like... He's doing the, oh my God, the guy who's on Joe Rogan, who does the, helps kids in human trafficking. I yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah, that yeah. was Ashton Kutcher. So it's like, you know, you, yeah, Kim was fucking, she was helping people. I think, I think it was appealing fucked up, like, court cases. I think that's what it was. I think that's what yeah. she was getting involved with. So it's like, yeah, that's a good thing that she did. But also, she's using Kanye for, I mean, like, or maybe she wasn't. Who, who the fuck knows? I wasn't there. So I can't really make a whole big, like, I'm going to plant my flag here and say, this is who I think Kim Kardashian is. I will. Fuck her <laughs> and her whole family. <laughs> uh, the whole family part I could see, because they're all fucked. They're all fucked. They are. That whole just what fame does to people. I just heard recently some there was like a theory that Chloe might be OJ's daughter. Yeah, that's always been a thing. I, I, just heard that. I just heard it recently and I was like, oh shit. Like, okay, cool. Part of me thought you were so out of the loop. You're gonna be like, I just heard a theory that Bruce Jenner is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish. That was perfect. Oh, I, I, damn it. All right, roll it back. Let me see. <laughs> Oh man! Oh. Could you imagine you wake up from a coma and you're like, oh, "You mean the guy from the Wheaties box?" <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. Yeah. Oh, could, I mean, can you just imagine? Like you, you're in a twenty, like you know, ten to fit. I mean, how how long would it be that it, that things Maybe really got ten years? Has it gotten that within the last? I could. I mean, I don't know. I say that 2013. Fuck. Probably fifteen years on. Yeah, twenty thirteen. I was getting out. I was I was in college, and things were going pretty well. I mean, a lot of it. Did, it was start. A lot of it was starting then. I will say, like I remember, Mike. Like I went to a liberal arts school. I didn't. I didn't go to a Christian college. I went to a liberal arts school, state school, and you know, a lot of that. In a blue state, Connecticut. In a, in a blue state. So I got a lot of shit. Like you know, I never paid attention to any of it because I knew better. I was like, yeah, y'all are fucking crazy so like but i got to see these people that and that's the thing like i respected a lot of these people before election season happened and then once election season came around i was like wow i lost all my respect for all you people that are here that i used to look up to because like there was this one guy he was like part of like the he was like one of the like the dean of justice or some bullshit like he, he judicial affairs whatever the fuck he he, he overlooked Okay. Stuff like right. And he was a great like I always looked up to that man because he like he had a good position in the school. He took his job seriously. He was a very personable. He cared about, you know, everyone that he was working with and who he worked for, you know, to, to help. Like he was just a, 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 he had a lot of hope and a lot of he was always inspirational when it came to like some of the stuff like last leaving messages. You know, like if we had like a um a presentation that he came in for and you know, he would like say some nice cool like inspirational shit and then he'd bounce out. You know, he was a great guy. And then election season came around, and he just started saying the most fucking horrible, visceral shit about other people. And I was just like, that's not the person that I fucking, like, would have followed into battle. Like, what the fuck is this about, bro? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, I got to, like, and that was one of the first moments that I really got to see, like, oh, like, no one is a hero of mine. Because, you know, I really can't see anyone like that because, you know, you, know, you don't really know somebody in that regard, I guess. I mean, everybody's got their thing, like... You know, you don't like Jews. So that's like a big thing. 
but oh. I, mean, I think everybody has like that one thing where you're like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> they start talking about like like Kanye. You're like, damn, this guy's music's busted. Like, yeah, yeah. What do you say about Hitler? The Jews? What's he talking about? Well, I mean, I I always never liked Asian people, and that's just been a that's always that's been a known funny. thing. That's hilarious when you actually know who you are, and you're like, I have an Asian man telling me the most heinous shit about Asian people, and it's funny. Yeah, but also it's not far off from what I you know I me mean? all Asian people easy easy <laughs> all Asian people hate each other. Oh yeah, like that we is the so like me like I thought oh I'm just racist no that's just me apparently that's just a, I'm just inherently predisposed to hate other people that look like me so like whatever the fuck that means I mean people don't understand like Europe they're like oh white people are evil I'm like yeah they spent ninety percent of their time trying to kill other white people because the Germans fucking hate the French the French hate the English the English hates everybody. Including the people that they share a fucking island with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's just. And neighboring yeah. islands. Yep. Oh, yeah. Definitely that neighboring island. Whoo. I hate the people on the neighboring island, too. Come on, Chief Black and Tans. Come out and fight me. Like, come on. <laughs> and it's just. It's so weird. Like, yeah, you're right about the Asian stuff because the Japanese hate. Well, they don't hate anybody, but they definitely look down on Koreans and Chinese and same thing. The Chinese look down on the fucking Vietnamese, the Koreans. and Yeah. And the Koreans hate everyone else because Korea was basically just like the fuck stop for centuries, thousands, yeah, they, thousands of years. Just, oh, let's go fuck up Korea real quick on our way to go fuck up Japan. Yeah. Oh, Japan. Let's go fuck up Korea. Way to fuck up China. Like that's how it always was. This every, like every great empire has invaded Korea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, I don't know if you can count the Soviets, but the Soviets were involved in North Korea, so I'm going to count it. Consider it counted. I'm counting it. But yeah, no, like, it's, it's just how it goes. Like, it, are, am I racist or is it? No, it kind of makes sense. Or no, I should, because I look like this, I should have a, a full fucking hard on for anything that's, no, like, I don't. Sorry. I was adopted, first of all, so I don't even, I forget that I'm not Asian. You know, or, or you know, like, or wait, I forget that I am Asian. Or what? Well, uh, whatever. Like, that's the thing. Like, I just... Well, yeah. y'all thought I was lying to you for years. Specs not Asian. Then you looked at me and you're like, oh my god! What's going on? I was being catfished. I'm like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. Everyone Especially thought I was this you... blonde surfer dude from California. <laughs> well, when you're like, I live in Connecticut. I'm like, there's no Asians in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll check the census data on that, but I'm pretty sure there's no Asians in Connecticut. So there you are. I was imported. That's why. Imported. Mm-hmm. Came in a giant Samsung box. Yeah, I ain't domestic. Well, I'm domesticated now, but I came in feral. Okay. Go on. Keep going. Well, no, like, you know, now I, and I, that's it. Now I'm here. Hello. Oh, okay. How are you? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Nice. But yeah, anyway, you know, you can hate your own race. I hate the Irish. Yeah, I mean like it's fair. Like I I could what if anything I should hate my own people for some of the, you know, they they threw my ass over here. <laughs> he well, no he no good enough. Get him out. You know type deal. 
But then, no, you were saved. You were saved by your adopted parents from a life of horrible whatever the fuck. You should be thankful. Well, whatever. It's fine. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, I'm glad, too. Sometimes I do think about, like, what if you stayed in Korea? Would we somehow still meet? Yeah, was that, like, a faded moment? Would would I be yeah. talking to you in, like, broken <laughs> English? <laughs> But I think my English would be pretty good, though. I think I would. Uh, I think I would watch enough John Wayne movies or something like that to get like a decent American. It'd accent. be even funnier if you're a white guy in Korea who spoke only Korean. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, no, I'm white. Like, dude, you're not fucking white. You're definitely Asian. And then you show us a picture, just a blonde hair, blue eyed guy over there in Korea. That would be fun. But I mean, I do know that's. Statistically speaking, there's probably one. There's probably well, one dude over there. Like there was a famous clip of like a white guy with a heavy Chinese accent. Yeah, I saw that but one. It definitely would be funny. Be like a twist of fate. And then we meet and we immediately hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That'd be a good buddy cop movie. Then we have, to start, be, we have to start learning, like, oh, okay, like, you know, we, we could we could coexist. This ain't too bad. And then we become bros by the end of the film. That'd be, that'd be good. so scared of like dude i just wasted an hour and we have nothing i don't even have your audio i mean it's it's we've been doing this since august and we've and zencast it's this there's been shit in the bed more and more and more and more recently and i think I, yeah anything else though this is the only thing that's not charging us fucking alarm and a leg a month to fucking can you hear probably. me yeah you're just fine is it not very loud no it's i, I mean i could hear you just you know oh. I need to use my man voice. Do I got to use mine? Just <laughs> <laughs> do a whole podcast like that and act like it's nothing. I am Optimus Prime. <laughs> I did just watch a video, though. Um, what was it? That was the guy who does Optimus Prime's voice. I forgot oh. his name. Um, but they were talking about how he... Um, like the inspiration behind the voice itself. And it was a really good story about him and his brother how they would always hang out. And his brother was like this, you know, big hulking Marine, ex-Marine, you know, of a man that was always like, you know, protective and making sure he's doing all right. Just gave him some good words of advice. And one of the words that he said was, uh, be strong enough to be gentle. And I really liked that. Uh, that was something good that he said. And, uh, but yeah, he was, he was the inspiration behind why he sounds like that. Cause he was going to do like the whole, like, ah, ah, but it was like, no, if I just say like, this is who I am. I got to do this thing. Autobots assemble. You know, what I mean? he was yeah. just like, and then and that's how he got. It. He went in for the audition, and he and he got the phone, and you know, he got the phone call after that. So it was it was a good little story, a little snippet. It was like four or five minutes. If you just look it up on YouTube. It's a good little hangout. Listen to that. But all right, that that was my little <laughs> welcome back segment. Yeah. Talking about Optimus. I think it's time. Time. Oh yeah. I. I mean. I, I, let's before this shit happens again. Let's <laughs> let's let's start it off. We're talking about the Last of Us. 
If I'm good at editing, I'll put in some like guitar music right here or something. Do do do. You know, go yeah. for the thing. I don't know if that's gonna be covered by fair use, but fuck it, right? Fuck um, We're talking about it, right? We're doing commentary on it. Mm, yeah. This music is good. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to figure it out, but I guess calls it close. So, yeah. I. Uh, how are you liking it? <sighs> As of this recording, we are seven episodes deep. We only watched three together. Yes, we only watched yes. three together. You cried at the end of three. I did. I did. I cried. It was fucking emotional. Fuck. Like, goddamn. I will admit that gladly. Um, I'm really. There's only like a little. It's so funny. Everything we bitched about. So we didn't record it, obviously. But everything we bitched about at the end of like two and three, being like, where are they getting the gasoline? Where are they doing it? (laughs) Episode four, they just like ticked everything off. I'm like, fuck. Uh, it was good. I I mean, like, yeah. I didn't need that exposition, but it, you know, the fact well, that they were just like, "Hey, this is probably how it's gonna go," and they were like, "It's kind of like when we were watching Gate, and yeah. you were uh, you were calling that shit, and then it would happen next scene." So <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, "God damn!" It's like they heard us, and they're like, oh, "Fuck you, dude." Yeah, I was saying to my buddy Ryan, I was like, "This is a suspiciously." Like, this good. is suspiciously good. Like, why the fuck? It says no right. Because, you know, like, video, we're used to video game content being garbage. I mean, not just the games itself lately, but the, anything that's game-based. So, is usually garbage. Yeah. But this is, like, not. And they went there, like, even the podcast they have afterwards that has fucking the voice of Joel, Troy Baker, as the host that talked to Craig Mazin and Neil Druckmann. Um, you know the the two guys are behind it, and you get that behind, and then they do like that cool behind the scenes feature and stuff too. So like they're nailing everything. They're like bringing in people from the video games. They got the same voice actors to come in and play their parts. I'm like, this is this is genius. It's pissing me off. Yeah, I'm yeah, not I'm like you couldn't do this for The Witcher. You couldn't do it for Resident Evil. And I, I love it. Like I didn't play the game, but what I did, which it's kind of weird, but. I went on YouTube, found somebody who fucking cut together all the cutscenes, and I fucking watched it up until there's five hours of it. I watched two and a half hours. Okay, so you got to see a lot of the, the paces and how they Still, did the stuff. And, like yep. that. Yep. I saw they got to Pittsburgh when I stopped. Okay, I think it's Pittsburgh. Yeah, I think it's Pittsburgh too. Yeah, um, the pit. Remember we were saying that. <laughs> I love like there's nothing in it where I'm like meh. like if you would have told me in 2023 that they would have two gay stories and I would be like that's nice <laughs> I wouldn't have believed you I'd be like, you're a fucking liar get out of here oh man one that shows that you are maturing and you're growing as a person and two it just goes show that bro like it's actually fucking good well they, they nailed it. If they would have done this in 2016, it would have been about how they're gay. And I've yeah. always said, yes, if you true, make a very good true character that just so happens to be gay, that's great because it's just like, okay, who cares? Like, really, who cares? Like, they're this great character and they just so happen to be gay. That makes them more human, makes them more relatable, and it makes it, it doesn't feel so preachy. 
And like, there's nothing in this show. Like, I could not understand when people were complaining about episode three. I could. First off, I, I don't know anyone who complained about it. I, I haven't. Like, like people online, like commentators. Oh, okay, got it, got it, got it. But everybody who I've known who's seen it is like, yeah, no, it's really good. And it to me, it's like. I do understand a little bit like, well, it's apocalypse. So you, do you really want to waste a whole episode focusing on this? But I like that aspect of it because it also gives off like fallout vibes where you stumble across a scene and you're like yep. kind of able to read. Instead of finding like the hollow tape or whatever the hell, like yeah. in, uh, what is it? In 76, that's all they do now. Yeah. There's always a hollow tape somewhere nearby. You could just fucking throw into the, but even three, like you board. go to a house and then you see, you know, you read somebody's terminal and you find out, like, oh, his wife was sick or something like that. And then it just knew that. Or you see, like, that hand-scrawn note, you know, that's just left on the table somewhere that you could like, pick Billy, up. Billy, I'm sorry. I had to leave or whatever. It's just. Because yeah. so like you saw how they uh, found Frank in the game where it was, yeah. like, he had gotten infected and hung himself in order to mm-hmm. not have Bill see it. And it was like, shit, bro. Like, it really did. I I haven't gone back and played through the last of us since watching the show but i feel like if i go back i'm gonna definitely look at bill differently now in more boy like i looked at like i didn't I like really yeah i like in like that, that's what i mean like i'm gonna like him and be more uh sympathetic and empathetic with the situation versus just be like why is this asshole giving me a hard time when i just try to get ellie to the fuck you know what i mean like oh my favorite part of the thing is like where uh Frank is like, you think the government is just a bunch of Nazis? They are fucking Nazis! (laughs) Oh, once again, great representation of the fucking libertarian community, bro. Yeah. I love (laughs) everything about that show. I'm like, it was great. And then the ending is emotional. It was great. Like, it didn't feel preachy. It was nice. No, what was um? I for I, again, I hear all these. I I watch a lot of content that or listen to a lot of content that's like commentary about all this fucking mm-hmm. stuff, and not so much Last of Us, but just like in writing tropes and all that stuff in general. And I agree a hundred percent. If this was years, like a decade ago, and they were trying to do this, like they didn't know how to write gay characters yet. And it's not to the fault of like the gay community; it's the fault of the people, of the writers. Of the, the they don't know how to accurately portray a good. You know, they've done it before, but that was like they threaded that needle. You know what I mean? Like they they just, you know what I mean? Like it's a difficult thing to do, hmm. but they did it. You know what I mean? Because it's so hard not to be like, oh well, how do we? Because what was it? Uh, talk about was Sulu openly gay in Star Trek? Because I know that really didn't come up. I'm not a Star Trek guy. Okay, but I just thought there's – I'm trying to think about like other situations where it came out and it was fine. But, of course, top of my head right now, I can't fucking think about it. But um, but for one situation where I think they did it bad was – um, what was it? You haven't seen Doctor Who, have you? No, but I know of it. Okay, so Doctor Who in the later seasons with Matt Smith and, and Peter Capaldi, that era, because it was um, Eccleston. Tenet, and then Smith, and then um, what's his face? Ten, uh, sorry, Capaldi. But anywho, there was a woman. Oh, what? I stopped. I stopped watching during Capaldi's era because the 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 moon turned into a giant spider egg, and I said, "All right, I can't fucking watch this shit anymore. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done." But uh, but there's these two characters that they have that are a lesbian couple, 
But every scene that they're in, like, and this was 10 years ago, you know, like around that era, every scene was like, oh, I just have to kiss my lesbian love because we're gay and everyone needs to fuck. Are you are you ashamed to look at this? Like, and that's how they were written to be like, why? That's not real. That's not life. Yeah, Yeah, exactly that. And it was and the same thing could be said now when it comes to like other characters in terms of like, um. You know, transsexuality or um, race. They like right. they went from writing really good black characters to just regressing into being like I'm black and that's all I am. Like my favorite superhero movie as a child, which I probably shouldn't have been watching, was Spawn. And it's about a black guy who. I mean, it's a very fucked up movie. Hindsight, as a child, why I'd be watching that, but. They or even Blade, like Blade was a badass, not because he was black, it's because he's half vampire, half human. Mm-hmm. And they just they regressed because I think it's easier to do that, and you have obviously the talent of writing's gone down a lot. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, God, you, you're gonna lose on that end if that's all you can write about. Like you need to write a good character who just so happens to be okay. Because that story that they wrote would have worked if Frank was a girl or a guy. Yes. In fact, if I mean, if you just take it out of that, I mean, honestly, it could have it could have worked. Women. It could have worked with if, like you said, if they're both women, or if one was, you know, what I mean, it just it just worked. It was a love story, and that's why I loved it. Yep. You know what I mean? Because you, you didn't need to feel like, oh, well, since they're gay, I don't know anything about. But it's like, no, I could see looking for somebody. And and that per- and and having that moment where everything just clicks, you know, where it's like he didn't ha- he turned to that one song, that one Linda Ronstadt song that he fucking absolutely adored, you know what I mean? Like oh, like that's not fucking faded to you know what I mean? Like it, it was just one of those things where I was like, okay, like it makes sense, it's yep. good, yep. it's content, it's quality, you know, it's not it's not bullshit representation, you know, it's it's not checking off a box. You know, it's actually like, okay, like this is part. Yeah, it's part of their story. You know, that that's their person. But who cares? This is the st- we're trying to tell you this story. So I'm like, good, good on them. And it really made me be like, okay, this show's worth watching. Because if it was just preachy bullshit, I would have been like half interested. But now I'm like, okay, these are good writers. Because I don't mean there's a huge contingent of people who just be like, oh, if you don't like gay stories, you're homophobic. It's like, well, no, I like good stories. I don't care if they're gay. Like I told you about the creepy ass manga I read about. Yeah. The gay one. Yeah. It, no, it, I, I called you Princess Pina for it. Yeah. yeah. It to me it's it's not I don't mind see, like let's be honest, fucking being gay is as old as <laughs> Lesbian is no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean Shout but, out to Drake. Yeah. <laughs> old Or was that little little one? I forget. Fucking I don't know. you're racist. Um <laughs> Well, I was going to say, the Greeks have been gay forever. Yeah. So it's like, whatever. I mean, that's what they do. It's it's almost funny. I, I wanted to, uh, I just had that, I remember that moon meme with the astronaut with the gun? Do you mean uh, the moon was this the whole time? Always has been. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, you mean the Greeks are gay? Mean, they, they're gay been. the whole time. Always has been, bro. Like, that's, you know, that's, that's the fucking meme right yeah. there. Or what was the other one? Like the Greeks calling the Romans gay because they have women at their orgies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I don't know. It's human. Like I, if I see a trans character, I'm not like, oh, unless it's so preachy, right? 
or if they, one, if like, they make it that that's all they're that's all they're about everything that's their only thing and i'm like okay jesus like one of my favorite movies is alien the lead roles of woman sigourney weaver and yeah, she's, she's a badass she's a badass but it's realistic she's not like mo well, she does fuck up some aliens but she uses her fucking brain because even the men who are you know oh let me fucking go out there with my flamethrower what happens to them yeah, they get fucking munched up, but she uses her brain. She ends up surviving for four fucking however long. Yeah, because then and then and then juxtaposed to that, you have like Ray from Star Wars, where it's like I'm a female and I'm good at everything, and no one can stop me. And it's like no real oh, struggle. Great. Like you can do a character where they're good at something, but you're gonna have to like clamp. Like somebody has to show up who's better and fucks them up. But even that, I mean, you also lose the hero's journey. Like with Luke, he had a train you thought okay he's badass and then vader fucking fucks him up and then you have that i mean it's easy it's easy writing it's like writing for it's what you teach fucking seventh graders for fantasy writing all right oh yeah bro that that whole thing the the tropes the trope that it's worked throughout time that's why they're tropes and when you deviate from the structure you're in uncharted territory it's either going to work out because the demographic, you know, because the 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 culture changed, or it's going to not work out because the right it, it's just sloppy. Yeah. So, and sometimes you get lucky where you can finagle your way between like two tropes and kind of get away with that. Like you see, sometimes sometimes it works. Sometimes sometimes kind of good. Sometimes kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I lo- I honestly love this show. Uh, uh, I think the main difference between what we have here in terms of like how this turned out like this is all right. Think back to all the other things that we've gotten before. Um, Laura Croft, Tomb Raider stuff. I mean, like it's not the worst stuff that we ever got, but it's not the best stuff we ever got. No, but if you think about it, it came from a time where it was a small studio that put it together. Are we talking right? about the movie or the game? The movie. Okay. Angelina right? Jolie, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, you had like a small... It wasn't... It, video game... It wasn't as big and whatever the fuck. So they probably had some people who were working on... Again, I'm only speaking from just making inferences. I don't I do not do any research into this at all. But, but what I'm saying is you could see where it's like, okay, a smaller industry back then, a little bit more intimate. They are probably able to get some people to go to the studio and talk to them while they were doing Laura Croft stuff or whatever the fuck. Or, or some guy that was really into the lore. Yeah. Fuck it. But, he didn't, but those movies weren't like really anything to talk about anyways besides having an action-adventure stuff. So, alright, cool. And then what else we got later on down the line? Then, what was it? Assassin's Creed, uh, Warcraft, you know, um... Silent Hill. The Silent Hill movies were somewhat decent, actually. Right, because but they're telling a story. Those are yeah, story based things. They did switch it though. They changed it. So in the original Silent Hill, it's a guy and his daughter. But in the movie, it's a mom and her uh, and her son. No, it's her mom and the daughter. Oh, okay. But that continues, and then the next movie, the I guess I'm not spoiling. It's like fucking twenty year old movies. Uh, the next movie, Sean Bean's in it. He plays his dad. And then, because in the games, it's one and three are like the same kind of story. Two's a, like a spinoff kind of thing. Oh, okay. But in the game, her dad gets murdered by cultist. But in the movie, it's the de- – and then a detective helps her, takes her to Silent Hill. They solve whatever problem. Uh, 
but in the movie, the detective dies and her dad helps her throughout because, you know, you got fucking Sean B, which he was the dad in the first movie. So they actually did a pretty, pretty decent job. I think the music was done by the guy who did Silent Hill music or he had influence on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can see how, but since it was such an intimate thing, it was able to be. Because it's Japanese. But then like Laura Croft's easy because it's just Indiana Jones with tits. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, they're really nothing to really dive across her. She didn't really have a, much of a character to begin with. She was yeah. just polygons doing platforming. Um, later on down the line, like I was talking about, you got stuff like uh, Warcraft that came out. You had the Assassin's Creed movie that was garbage. And XYZ, plug in other content along those lines that we've gotten. Uncharted was garbage. We forgot the 1980s fucking Mario movie, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've, we've done that too. Yeah. But from here, though, you have... The guy who actually was the dude that wrote the game, who mm-hmm. had 10 plus years sitting on it, re- reworking it, figuring stuff out, like, what could we do better? We got a guy that played the game, that loved the game, that was able to work on it, The Craig Mazin, the other dude, the other co-creator of the show. Uh, so he loved and played the game and wanted to tell the story. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, you actually had the right people in charge to make the right product versus... You know, um, you have some studio that who are they going to get to fucking come in and talk about Altair? Did, did they hire the fucking original writer for the fuck? But no, because all that shit's written by committee over at Ubisoft. It's a big fucking corporate motherfucker at Ubisoft. You know what I mean? Like they they're not like oh, okay, like this is this is our main guy that's in charge of all the story writing for their for for his person, you know, or whatever the fuck happened with um the Assassin's Creed movie. But, I didn't even know they had one. That's yeah, Michael Michael there. Fassbender was the fucking assassin in it. What the fuck? I yeah. gotta look this Jake up. Jake Gyllenhaal did Prince of Persia. You know what I mean? Like same I shit. They that. they had a bunch of shit that people coming in and just okay, you played the game, but you didn't have anyone that was in charge of the actual process of the game itself. You only had the people well, that you gotta admit a lot of that was like almost like a sequel where they're like, "There's already built in fan base. We know people are gonna watch it, so boom, here you go." Yeah. So that's more of what it was. The only, like I said, the only movie, even though that Silent Hill movie wasn't very good in terms of like the story they could have told, but for the time, I think early two thousands, this shit was good. It's the only one I know of personally. That's why I brought it up. Is it's the only one I know personally besides this that's been good because The Witcher's been bad. Don't eat, oh, the Resident Evil was so bad, dude. It was so bad they canceled. The show before the season was even like, <laughs> everybody was like, fuck this. Because it was just racial politics. But you don't have to do it. It's a Japanese, just make it fucking Asian. They have Asians in the fucking Ida Wong or whatever fuck her first name is. It's just, they ruined it. I know I'm getting off track because I really wanted to bring that up because it made me so No, but, but still, to, and, you talk, and you brought up to Witcher. Witcher is another thing where you have another company that, all right, we just want to make the money off of it. You got people who, yeah, we're going to get um, the the source content, but we're going to hate on the source content. You know, they're going to get all the rights to it, but then they're going to fucking shit on it. Yeah. And then you have Mark Hamill who's like, I will play Vesemir. I'll do this. And they're like, nah. For fuck's sake. Oh, even Star Wars, when they brought it back, and Mark Hamill's like, what What happened to Luke? What did you do to my boy? <laughs> Look like, what they did to my boy, the massacre. Oh, it was so bad. 
But it's just bad writing. I don't even know why we're on this tangent about games specific specifically, but I mean, you're right about The Witcher. It's we have this great source material. Bad writing because they oh, want to yeah. they want to shove shit in where it doesn't belong. They want to do that. You remember we had that little kid set, that play set that had like the shapes, <laughs> the square goes in the thing. And the circle goes in the circle. They're doing fuck. They're putting circles and stars. They're putting stars and fucking lines. They're, they don't give a fuck. They're just saying, all right, they're forcing it and they're breaking the whole shit. They're saying, all right, this is a good product. It's content. Take it. Yep. And then you're a piece of shit if you don't like it. Exactly. It, I will because not watch we have, it. Because we're going to make sure to have all these characters in there. So then if you talk about it, oh, it's because this reason you don't like this fucking content. Yeah. And that pisses me off. I mean, we've talked more. about the – I mean, Henry Cavill's the only good thing about that show. Honestly, but every character in The Last of Us, I'm like, okay, I like it. I have not seen a single character that I do not like. Now, I I didn't play the game, but from what I've seen, like, you know, Ron Swanson, okay, like anytime he's in it, I'm gonna like it. Uh, The side characters, I thought having the deaf kid, which I watched the after credit or whatever part where they talk about it. Yeah, he was actually deaf. Yeah. Which is awesome, and it does add something to the. Yep, it makes it. It does. It, it changes things up. So you're not watching essentially a different version of Joe and Ellie. Yeah. You're watching like their own unique situation, which again falls into the whole thing of Fallout, where it's a you get you got all these little vignettes of this world and how mm-hmm. are we all fucking getting along through it. You know? Yeah, and it's really fucking good. I mean. The little the little tidbits of the show that they put in there were like crafting or the back like we talked about with the backpack. Yeah, taking the backpacks on and off, yeah. the the flashlights flickering, you know, all just all these little tiny things that had oh. to cause what was it? Remember in oh, there's a gameplay feature uh in um in the, the PS3 version at least, where your flashlight would die. So you would have to actually like You'd have to actually hit the controller against oh, your hand yeah. to get the flashlight to start working again. And you got to see Ellie do that. And so like that whole shit was just, wow. Like I got to see all that. And it was really like helping out the whole process. Like I said, you got people that are in the right places to make shit like this happen. So, yeah. And there's the only issue I've had so far. I know we'll go through the episodes individually in a second, but. Yeah, strap in, folks. You're going to be here for a long time. This <laughs> this podcast might take a few days to you know, people to listen to. It was the second to last episode where okay. Joel and Ellie had that big fight, mm-hmm. and then the next morning he's just in the, which I I liked that, but he was willing to do that. I part of me I do understand why they did that, where he just shows up after that big fight in the morning, and be like, you can go with me or you can go with him. I would have liked a little more development on his end, like maybe him waking up in the morning or him getting ready and kind of realizing, like, I had to at least give her the choice. But I liked that because it was uh, – it kind of took you by surprise. It was almost like fucking Joel. You know what I mean? Like he's got to – and then he's just there and you're like, oh, shit. So that's why I think they did that. Yeah, because liked- it- – it was all from Ellie's perspective. You know, she's yeah. sitting down, she's waiting for it to happen. Tommy shows up. Blah, blah. I mean, like, did you get to that part in the, in the game, like watching it yet? Cause no. there was certain differences between how things went down. Um, you know, because what they talked about in the after credit stuff where it's, um, you could, 
have scenes really well written, but then you have to break it up sometimes. And when you do it, you usually do it through gameplay. Yeah. You know, oh, there, there's an invasion now, you know, or clickers come through or, oh, shit, like, you know, some bullshit happens to where you have to, you know, do stuff like that. Yeah. But you don't have that here. So they got to be a little creative with it. And so far, how they've been doing it, I can't get mad at. There's nothing that gleams out to me like this. Well, is that bullshit. was fucking lazy, you know? Yeah. I love the opening to that, too, where they. They're in there with the old couple. Yep. Yeah, that was good. And then Ellie steals the rabbit. He's like, put that back. And she just keeps it. I, lo- I love... So from the game, I noticed they... In the game, he's a lot nicer to Ellie. Yeah, I will say. He's not He's not as rough and gruff up for uh, uh, first. But I think that's also because you're supposed to project yourself on Joel. Yeah. In the game versus this is more like, okay, these are really defined characters um the one thing i didn't like so when he starts going with her is that he just kind of opens up too much out of nowhere you know what i mean where they're just like laughing and joking as they're riding the horse to to where i live yeah to the university (laughs) um yeah i I could see that but also it just felt at at that point i mean you got to see little bits and pieces up until that because like I can even say before they had that little moment, like his come to Jesus, like, all right, let me actually get my shit together moment. Like he was like 80% there, you know? I I agree with that, but I just felt like it was like they were dripping it in, dripping it, dripping it, and then they just turned it all away. Well, I mean, like they they even made it to where like they give you – remember? Because in the beginning of the episode, they cut – they show you um, the last scene from the last episode of -hmm. of the tragedy of Henry and Sam. And – then it cuts, then it does the flash forward three months later. And so you get to see like, okay, you get to kind of, all right, they had three months off, off camera of them getting into some random shit here that, you know, not, not getting into crazy. Oh my God, we got to run and make an episode out of it. But like just little shit here. And there's like, Oh, that was close call. Ha ha. You know, they get to and talk late night at the campfire. She'll ask questions. He'll talk, you know, he'll fill in stuff about that, blah, blah, blah. But I could see him being all along lines of being like, okay, like this is a mission. I let me focus on this. Like, that's true. And, and also, like I said, him constantly like that whole emotional breakdown shit and and panic attacks and like I fucking I understand that every day of my fucking life. Not so much the panic attack stuff, but the fact that I feel like I'm constantly failing people, which is another reason why I was like, well, I'm failing the podcast because fuck it, right? It's like it added to the shame spiral. And it was like, oh, okay, well, this the I, I I get it, Joel. Like, you feel like you just I'm not the person to do this. Like, this is for me. Blah blah blah. Like, I I get it. And then him coming to that moment, and then try, and then him, like you were saying, like it seems like he overcorrected is because yeah, he's feeling like he has to make up for. He's like, oh, I should have I should have been a lot more in the beginning. So now he's kind of making up for it now. Okay, that's how I saw it. Yeah, I mean, versus- I, just, I didn't hate it. I just felt a part of me was like, that's it was like almost too soon. But then again, they're also riding on the horse for what two weeks yeah. or something like that, a couple yeah. days. So it's like, okay, like you're only it's like, seeing- it's like, a, it's like a five day journey. He, he was supposed to take him a week, but he didn't like five days. I think you said so. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite parts from that episode is where they're staring at the dam. and she looks at him. He's like, I don't, co- I don't know. Don't ask me. She yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I like. Uh, oh, sorry. 
I was gonna say I love Bella Ramsey. She's such a great fit for this role. I was worried at first, but I'm not worried anymore. Uh, compared to, so both of the characters in the game are a lot more softer. Yes. So I feel like this is more realistic. I enjoy it more. Um, her attitude, especially with Joel, is that when they both, so it builds up their relationship, and then she's just like, "I can't lose you, dude. Like you're the only one I got." Which I think also weighs on him when he tells her basically to fuck off. Um, but it really adds to the, the severity of where she's at now. Because I, I, I know how this fucking game ends. And I'm like, fuck. Like, shit like that. Like, I already knew her, kind of her backstory and shit like that that I've heard. And I guess, do you want to go to the last episode now? Or do you want to, like, start from two and then work our way? Uh, I just say for, we've been jumping around a lot, so I'll say like, all right, folks. Now from this point forward, we're gonna start it structurally because at, I feel like I just want to give it a fair shake for the people who have only just watched the show and haven't played the game that are listening to us, and vice versa. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let's just walk everyone through it where we've been because we haven't talked about it. We've we've talked about what the first episode. That's it. Yeah. So we've talked about it privately, but yeah, not on here. Right. So, so- I. Two is on the way to the capital. And I know we kept saying this, but we were watching it. We're like, this Fallout show better be fucking good because they yeah. just can't give it off Fallout, especially being in Boston. You're sitting there. They go through a museum, and I'm just like, I even told you they're going to go meet the railroad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, they did it. They, they they nailed it. They they nailed the cinematography. They nailed the fucking look, They the feel of it. Uh, Craig Mazin, who did Chernobyl, was responsible for all that fucking visual shit. I mean, like you could, like I said, the right people came together to make this, and which feels like okay, I'm definitely dying soon because like there's no way I'm gonna get this and then be alive to get something else that's gonna be just as good. So yeah, I'm definitely dying soon. But oh, actually, two opens with the they're waiting for her to wake up. Right, I, from what I remember, I haven't rewatched any of the episodes. Um, no, two is where they're before, where they discover. The- oh yeah, yeah. They talk about um, uh, in Jakarta, where how everything's starting out. They t- mm-hmm. and she looks at the, they get some biologists to come in and like, hey, what what could we do? She's like, nothing. Like, end it. Like, fucking on the city and kill everybody in it, which was, and then that leads you into they have Ellie separated, sitting in like a whole like the way the where she's sitting is kind of i don't even know how you describe it but she's laying on grass in the middle of a building that has like light shining through so it's almost like a pedestal in a weird way yeah it's like the 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 anointed one imagery type deal yeah obviously they find out she's been bitten they're discussing what to do joel wants to kill her um then they kind of which is different from the game as because well because now that you've seen the playthrough you can see like how things worked out differently, right? Mm-hmm. Because you got to see where it was like they came across a patrol. It wasn't like that one dude pissed at the wall. It was like a whole group and they made them all and they're like, okay, we got our hand. And then that shit goes down. Mm-hmm. And, and then what happens afterwards? So. Which I definitely liked where this was going. So they decided to keep taking her, take her up through the museum where they meet clickers. I just like, just to rewind before they even get to there, I just liked having the little moments with Tess and Ellie that 
wasn't so much in the game. Tess doesn't play much of a role in the game, to be honest. Yeah. Tess definitely has more of a presence here in the show, and I'm cool with that. Like that was like fine. I actually enjoyed the fact that she played more of a role um, because I feel like she was definitely underrepresented in the game. Um, yeah. You know, she had a bit part. Her act, her voice actress, had recently passed. Um, you know, rest in peace. Uh, you know, it was a uh, it was a nice what they did. I, I liked it a lot. And then to yeah, bring her back in other scenes, like you didn't realize because when you meet Tess, you're like, okay, I don't know really how long they've been together. You know, but then it goes to show you, like they've been together for like the apocalypse been twenty years going. They've been together for like thirteen, thirteen out of yeah. the twenty years, like. That's a long ass time to be with somebody in the fucking head. and to have Joel have to process that loss on top of all the other shit that he's fucked up with to go along with his journey too, which is I don't know we're 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 doing that jumping thing again, but, <laughs> but what's it called? But yeah, no. But just having Tess in episode two play more of a role was, and you know her talking to Ellie and being like, "Listen, like this is important. I'm trying to keep you alive." Yeah, that teaching moment that like. It t- first off, it wouldn't fit this version of Joel if he was doing that. Like if he was teaching about hunting or something, right? Especially in this moment where he's very standoffish with Ellie, and then for her to kind of be that soft little what you need in the moment. For her, you're right, where she's educating her and telling her like, "Hey, this is what you like. Listen up, because you're going to need this to survive." Yeah, so was, and her even being like, you may not be able to get infected, but they'll still rip you apart, yeah. type deal. So yeah, which is great. Um, then they have the fight, which I noticed there was blood on her jacket, and you were you brushed me off. I'm like, and she got bit, right? And I was like, yeah. I was, I was, <laughs> you know, like I didn't want to be that type of yeah. revealer, but yeah, no, it's you, you, you got to see it. That little bit of detail where you see a little bit of blood on her jacket and you're like, did she get bit? And you could be, you could pass it off like, that's probably old, but then she gets bit in the shoulder, I guess. Yep. Which, which we know too, like is we, what was it? Did you get to see? On that one, I didn't see the ending part. No, not that. There was a, um, they had like a, a sign. It's, 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 um, just, I forgot the actual word for it but it's like it's storytelling that's told to the environmental storytelling or something like that is the the word for it where they had a poster on the wall somewhere in the qz during one of the scenes that explained like bite locations and how much time it usually takes for stuff to take effect and right here bro it's fucking close you know uh what's it called sam uh, again, I'm jumping, but um, what's it called? When when the kid later on, you know, it's in the leg, so it's like longer than, you know, it makes sense. So sorry. Uh, now we'll yeah. we'll keep going back to the track. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense too because right here, and then you have a blood vessel that runs through here, anyways. Mm-hmm. It's going, it's going right in here, baby. <laughs> it ain't got much of a fucking trek to go. So that so the clickers were so well done. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering because um, what's it called? You got you didn't know. I mean, yeah, you got to see pictures of them and shit, but you got to see them in the game, yeah. like actually in the game, and you got to see how they move and do all the shit, and then you got to see them in the show, and you're like, bro, that's one for one. That's one for fucking one. Even because before- they got people who played the game to play the clickers, and I was like, again, you did it fucking right. It's just 
the way they moved too, it was that was before I seen the game, but now that I've seen it, I'm like, oh shit. But before then I was like, it was so different and so like you felt it was it wasn't CGI, it wasn't a lot of like Resident Evil, I love Resident Evil. It was the very first game I ever played. And I just think they've done such a disservice to that franchise. Like the movies are whatever, but like when they try to make shows, it just never works. And it's because nobody has that love for it. So like shit will be so blatantly CGI where it takes you out of it. I think in the first one or second one, they had dogs that were zombies. They were actual dogs that they put makeup on like Dobermans. Oh, and then they obviously did. Yeah, Cause they were kind of like Dobermans anyways in the games. So, yeah. And then they did a little CGI here and there. But same it, bro. Same thing for in last of us when yep. it comes to either the bloater later on or any of the other zombification shit, that kid that was, was the one that crawled in through the window after Ellie, you know, and that later on, we're going to talk about again, but you know, that another thing she was, she was a gymnast girl. That they mm-hmm. just had to put a little bit of, you know, prosthetic green, you know, green screen prosthetic stuff on just so they could fill in the details later. But that's it. Like, it was her. It wasn't CGI fucking weirdness. It was her doing that shit. And then they touched it up later on, you know, like that. And that was the cool part. But anyways, we'll, we'll go back to you got to see it the clickers. So good. Like, I, I to me, I know I'm going to harp on this, but I love practical effects. To me, it makes it so like the thing, the first one. So fucking good because it has those. And. You might watch him like oh, that's kind of corny, but I think there's something to practical effects over CGI. Any I have it any day of the week, and it looks so good. It looks so real. Like well, the makeup was good. The way they moved. The when he steps on the glass and then that thing fucking leaps. Oh, he was. It had everything for somebody who hasn't seen the or played the game to be like, this is interesting on its own. Where if you've played the game, you're like, ooh, he's like the gla- the sound shit mean stuff. Uh, even when he's reloading his gun, he's holding on to his stuff, putting it in his pocket, like just the little shit. Which, going back to the game feature, if you played hardcore mode. Mm-hmm. So in the game itself, regularly, like I said, you have like little gameplay things where you got to tap your flashlight. It's going to go out, this and that. Um you have like that hearing mode, which I think was funny how they they kind of swapped it in game in game versus um, TV show because in game you have like superhuman hearing mm-hmm. because you're supposed to be like going through. You got to like listen in. Oh, there's a guy in that room, so I'm listening to like where he's moving, where his footsteps are, this and that. So like there, but like in in world in fucking uh, TV show, Joel's deaf as fuck. So that's the funniest part where it's they definitely did that flip flop, but um, just. Uh, I forget. I'm talking. There were so many things I was trying to get at. Um, when you play in hardcore mode, you don't have the hearing thing. You can't do that. And when you reload your gun near clickers, they hear that shit because what are you doing? <laughs> so like the fact that they kept that shit, I was like, oh my god. Again, another thing of they had the right people, they had the, the right nerds coming in, playing the game, telling them, uh, please do the do it like this, please go and do it like that. Because I know Pedro probably didn't play it, but especially I, I, hardcore I, mode to where he would yeah. know that that's a fucking thing, you know? Like, <laughs> but it was so so well done, and it's what maybe 10, 15 minutes, if even that. Yeah, hardcore. they're not they're not a big 
part, you know, and we don't come across them again versus like they're always around in the game. You know, like they come, they it it feels like a more of a threat, like, holy shit. And then it's just, like I said, it pisses me off because I know other franchises I love that are going to get games like Fallout or shit like this. I don't think there's going to be, there's not going to be a ghoul sitting there and be like, what do you want, smooth skin? Like, (laughs) I wish. Yeah. But man, that, it was so good. I, I, that's what made me really be like, all right, this show's worth watching. I'm gonna keep with it. Um, I mean, after that, they basically arrive at the capital, where it's uh, where you could even see that Tess is starting to come down with some shit, right? Because yeah. she, she's starting to be more erratic. She's going through. She's flip, she's getting more pissed off and stuff. So yeah, like mm-hmm. there's well, a huge- even before they get there, she snaps at him because she know obviously she knows she's been bit. Nobody else knows. She basically tells him to go fuck off. And then the one aspect I remember from the game is the board where he tells her to be careful. And she's just like, Phew. right. <laughs> Walks across it, which is great. Uh, really like, I mean, then they get in there. They find uh, the fireflies wiped out. Yeah. And, and then, you know, in game, it's all Fedra that does that. Which I like this because this is more realistic. Why would Fedra go all the capital? This this one makes way more sense that they all got infected, fought each other, died. Um, I did like just I know we're bouncing around a lot. Two ADHD guys talking about shit. Yeah, this strap in, folks. But the uh, when they were talking about why they don't do the gas mask with the with the spores, yeah, and he, he was like, "Well, it's not really realistic. Like you'd have to be in such a good, tight, contained space for that to even be a factor." Where it's just realism wise like it works in a game to add that added like suspense but here it doesn't really work and i like that they took that out right because i mean in something for gameplay like okay you need to equip your mask you know it adds that added layer of difficulty and what you would call realism immersion or the fuck but if you do look at realistic immersion like the minute joel took that gas mask off and he's got pollen all in his beard and shit he's fucked you know what i mean like it doesn't it's in all terms of clothes, exactly. Right you know, now. the water it gets into, and you step in the water. Now that you know, because we know from fucking World War One history, when you fell into a fucking shell hole that was full of water, you're essentially falling into fucking death pit, acid, fuck, horrible, whatever the fuck. Don't do it. Like you're you're basically dead because it's fucking leftover gas, leftover spent munitions, fucking broken bones, like, a, you know, or spent shell, like, just horrible fucking situations. Feces, you know, just filth, dead animals. Like, it's just not, ugh. And there are some places in France that, like, that they fought that you can't even live. It's so toxic. Yeah. From, they're still just- finding shit that's, or they're still finding ordnance. Every year since World War One. they've been having, like, like ammo days where it's like, Hey, like we all come and we, we, they, they all take whatever shit they found that year and they bring it and they have a party about it or whatever the fuck. Having two world wars take place in the same fucking area. Definitely didn't help. Yeah. You. Not at all. <laughs> but do the show is so good in the way they, so then you get the horde coming. Right. And that's why I love about this is that it takes these little moments and then it ramps it up. So that yeah, you expect something big to kind of happen, but it's not 
it's not one of those shows where you need it to happen to be interested, where you're already interested in the characters. So they have a good baseline, and then when the shit ramps up, you're like, oh. And then it builds up to something else happening. So they all come. Well, she reveals she's been infected. And then the Horde comes, and she does some free bird last stand shit. Which was really good. And it was really creepy the way that guy came and put the fucking... the Whatever, whatever mycelium fucking weird yeah. shit. Tendrils. Whatever whatever the hell we're going to call that shit. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think that that probably, like, it, it disturbed the fuck out of me. But that was probably, besides the whole Bill and Frank thing and uh, little video game tidbit parts that they had, I, that might have been one of, like, the best changes that I think to make it to where, like, it... It just gave it a whole sense of weight because, like, okay, there's Tess... She knows that she has to fucking get this shit going. She's she's infected. So what's going on with that? Is there some sort of like connection that's going on now? Is like is there enough of that shit already in her brain to where it's like connecting with that guy, or is it like she's just frozen in fear because she's like, what do I do if I scream? I'm fucked. You know what I mean? Like, what well, I won't be able to get this shit going. Like, what type? I like that that whole to to make it go down like that and how slow it takes and that whole and and how she's still trying to like fucking like she knows like okay like. I'm already fucked. There's no sense of me flipping out about this shit. I'm already fucked. This is already happening. Like I got it. And then boom, it happens. So it's like, it just, it just made me like, I, I never would have thought in a million years of something like that happened going to, because like I, I, to me, last stand's always like either going out guns blazing, being a badass, like screaming all holy hell and charging into the fray. Like that's my version of a last stand. So like that, but to have like an actual badass tender and, kind of intimate last stand blew my fucking mind. I was like, this is wow. Okay. Like uh, it was just something that did it for me in a way that I didn't think I would like it, but I did. Mm-hmm. Just because I hate creepy body horror type shit. And, but for me to see that and actually like think about it in a different way. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm iffy on that. I do my timelines full of people like doing skateboard tricks and breaking their bones. I don't like it, but I'll still watch it because it makes me cringe. I mean, yeah, I don't. I, I have no problem seeing some dude break his fucking leg. That's whatever. But to think of, like I said, like just weird tenderly shit going. I don't know how far down her throat as he's as she's trying. You know what I mean? That type of stuff was what was going in my head. Like, ugh, how creepy. But like I said, like what's going on in her head? How much of that shit's already been making her its way through her body? How much of that? You know what I mean? It, it's it's right. it's crazy. To think of, like, how much detail could it, all that stuff in that one little scene? You know, if they say a picture paints a thousand words, well, one scene like that could throw a whole a thousand different fucking conversations in my head about what was going on. And that's when the second episode ends. Uh, Ellie and Joel are leaving, and then starts their journey to Bill's episode, which we already talked about most of that. Yeah, episode three is just a really good, solid, like, it starts off fun. You got that post-apocalyptic fucking, like, you get to go play and, uh, what's it called? Is it, like, invade Home Depot and grab all your shit? And, I mean, the only thing I will say, but that's just coming from me. I'm not sure who, if, uh, I don't, uh, a typical 2003 prepper, I don't, I don't know what he would be doing, but for, like, the fact that he knew how to go, all right, that's where the substation is. I'll go there. I'll immediately know how to fucking get that shit. It's like, I mean, whatever he did, good. 
Like I'm glad that he had all that type mm-hmm. of not, it, but it did kind of make him really OP at the beginning for him to like, you know, cause it's like, if you know, you know, everything, you know how to fucking do this. You got that. You're raising, you know, like it, it showed that. Okay. Like you're, which was a little, like I said, just that teensy bit on the, it's, it's stretching it for me because no one's that perfect. And what, what, uh, what do you mean? Well, I, the thing was, it wasn't in a big city. It's in a small town. So I could believe that he could be a fucking handyman and he could know like basic shit. Like there was nothing where I saw where I was like, this is to me offensive. Right. Like growing stuff. I mean, he, especially the age they portrayed him. I mean, he would have been born in. Yeah, he would have been because he is the age that he's at in the game. Yeah. When I feel- we start in 2003. Yeah. In 2003, he is already. So you're looking at 30. Yeah. He's already 30s? Bill. No, I'm thinking. At that age, when he's coming out, you knew new you new world order jackboot fucks. The he's already like forty. That's mid, what I'm saying. Mid to he's, late forties. Okay, yeah. So by the time he ends up dying oh spoiler, he, fuck. Well fuck him. Uh by the time he ends up dying, he's gotta be in his sixties. Because yeah. he you know, they do the gray hair, they make them all older and so sixties, go back, he's probably born. 50s, 60s, right around there. So I could believe where he would learn like farming and shit like that, especially because they're in a rural town. Well, how rural are we talking? Oh, I don't from know. from Boston to get to there, and That's then from there area. to get to right. Like you're saying, some asshole in Connecticut was able to fucking <laughs> like. Am I going to be Bill? Essentially, I, do I got to learn how to go turn on my fucking pump uh, pump substation to get my fucking power back on? Like I don't know any of that shit. I don't know where the grids go. I don't know how – I don't know where to even find that type of stuff. But, I mean, if you're in a small area, it might be only one fucking thing. Yeah. Because sure. really they only show what the- – Right, because you you saw how it was in the game. He had like his own – it wasn't fucking the cul-de-sac. He had his own like sectioned off town. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was, it was a little different. I didn't understand the critiques. I wanted to see more of his traps. It's just because they were gameplay things. That's all, you know. Like they, I mean, they were. They were. You saw fucking some cool traps. The only issue I had with that actually was when he's standing out in the middle of the rain yeah. with a gun, and he's just firing it up. You know, but you could because it is raining hard. You could argue that he couldn't see from standing on the porch. He had to move closer. I could understand that argument. It's raining hard. He's getting older. He really hasn't had a chance to actually practice for this type of stuff. You know, I don't see. I don't. Unless they try to make it off like he was some sort of former soldier or whatever like that. But I don't think they did, right? Um, no. What's it called? I mean, it's raining. He may have had a bad sight. So you could argue – you can make arguments, right? Right. And not just that too. Like there's no such thing as night vision goggles at this point. You know, the the, the Raiders yeah. weren't fully kitted up with nods and fucking their their ARs with the fucking lasers and the, and the sights and suppressors. Like they didn't have any of that shit. It's like fucking dudes in sweatpants and baseball bats and fucking Glocks, essentially just fucking trying to make this shit happen. Um, Not even a Glock, probably. It was probably a fucking old goddamn wheel gun or something along those lines. But still, like, that's what what he was going against. And, all right, at that range, what he was trying to engage with, they were past the fence. There was fire at night on that side. You probably couldn't see past that. You know what I mean? So, unless you were just strictly looking for his muzzle rapport, but... But even then, the glare from the fire may have made it. Exactly. So that's where I was like, I could see where you could argue. Slight plausible deniability. 
Yeah. Which I know we're jumping backwards now, but the way they open it, Joel and Ellie are walking to his house and he tells her, we're going to go through the woods because basically he doesn't want her to see these mass graves. He's she, tr- he's trying to be the most humane person, I think, at this point. Yeah. I don't think he wants to, like, either, maybe for himself, too, because this might be him trying, he probably just thinks of Sarah. But he sees that, they kind of talk about it, which, inf- like, and then it jumps back to 2003. And it shows, like, the dress of a woman holding her baby getting loaded up into a truck and then it shows Ron Swanson underneath living his little fucking bunker watching his CCTV is so good. You new interview. world jackboot fucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then comes out, they leave. So that tells you that the people they took from that town were executed. And then, you know, like we said, we catch up to Frank and then we've talked about all that towards the end. Uh, Frank's dying. They don't really say of what, could be cancer, could be like his legs don't work, so who knows? Like he's losing like could, de- some sort of Huntington's could you know, it could have been anything along those lines to where he's losing his cognitive abilities or whatever. Skip, they they show them meeting Bill uh Bill. Well, they show Joel and Tess meeting Bill and Frank about them trading, shit like that. Yep, uh, building the rapport, the radio station, all that stuff, yeah. And then back to him, he's like, uh, Frank's like, I want to have one last day. So they go have a gay day. A gay old day, yeah. Yeah, a gay day. That would be a, a funny band, bro. Instead of Green Day, we're gay day. <laughs> All right. Why are you staring at me like that? It's okay. It's, it's, <laughs> it's whatever. I'll bleep this out. Bleep. Yeah. Anyways, they do that. They have a. He does make the f- the same meal that they made the first time they ate together. Yeah, the the mirroring that they did that episode. It was really like I said, the whole episode was well done. Even the stuff that wasn't Bill and Frank was well done. You know, like just episode uh, episode three might still be the top episode for me in terms of like just how well it was done, but. Uh, but not, really to, not like, to say that any of the episodes were bad. Yeah. I like the last one the best so far. Really? Because quite frankly, that was that was the weaker one for me. I feel like that, that's on the weaker end of the totem. Uh, the, the parts where it snaps out because. Well, hold on. We'll get there. Yeah. Let's yeah. 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 Again, <laughs> we're jumping. So yeah. good. So thank you. Three. Thank you. Thank you for stopping <laughs> me. Thank you. I needed that. Keep me in line. Um, Finish three. They kill themselves. I didn't think he was going to kill himself too. Oh, I knew. So they, I knew 100% that yeah. I was going to go like not not, not like a not like a, oh because the game but no, I I just I the look in his eyes hmm. just just like I said, uh Nick Offerman, let's call him by his real name. Nick Offerman, <laughs> fantastic fucking actor. Mm-hmm. He nailed it. Just it, like I said, I was able to read that man's face the minute like he brought everything out and he was sitting it down and I was like I get it. Like, I got it. Um, so they end up taking pills, copious amounts of pills. They go lay down on their bed. They go in OD. Yeah. And then uh, it's been two weeks, I think. Oh, it's been longer. 
And I noticed this one little thing uh, they added, which I don't know if other people did, but uh, Joel and Ellie, they come in, they notice something's wrong. Uh, Ellie finds the note, reads it, basically explaining what happened. I think he even says he never liked uh, Joel. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny. And then they go downstairs to the basement to get guns and load up and shit. And they start talking about the radio station. Because, you know, she broke the code, 80s means trouble or whatever. And he tells her, oh, if they if he doesn't reset the, the timer every two weeks, then it goes off. Yep. Which was a little nice little piece of you being like, well, who set the music? Did he turn it on? But And it does give you a little time, time frame of like, okay, how far, how long has it been since they killed themselves to work? Cause, so essentially, Joel and Ellie start their adventure the day that they killed themselves. Well, maybe not because remember you said two weeks. So if he killed himself the fucking two weeks before then, then it's when they leave is when the music starts to play. So they could have already been dead before they even. All right. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. So essentially they killed themselves very shortly before the story started. So, uh, which he has, which I love, which how, you know, he's a prepper is in his fridge. He's got all the stuff to make the car battery. Which is great. Um, did, did, uh, I like that scene because that was the mission in the yeah, game. That's all the mission. Yeah, where to they go put, to school. Yeah, you gotta yeah. get, uh, or just to like, you know, you gotta find the parts to get all the thing. And just the fact that he did, I was like, good job, guys. Like, again, he still had uh, to, he still had to do the mission, essentially, you know, but just in a more subdued way. And then she steals a gun. Does she see a gun there? No. Yeah, she does. It's upstairs. She finds it in the she, drawer. Well, no. Um, in the... Sorry. The um, I I thought we were talking about in-game. Yeah. In the oh. show, yes. That's what she does. She finds the gun. After she, she cleans herself up a bit. She's going through the stuff. She finds um, Frank's, Frank's little Beretta. Mm-hmm. And then she's wearing, like, more game. Yeah, more game-related clothing. Mm-hmm. Uh. We're trying to think of anything else. Oh, the, I know we're going back a little wait, bit. So how, wait, um, how far did you get? You said you only got about two hours or something like that into where they got to Pittsburgh. So right after this is where I start watching. Okay, so in that you're gonna, you might have seen this already, but Ellie gets the gun in the game after she saved Joel's life by killing some dude. Um, no, I didn't see it. Yet. They just got to like where you can see the bridge. I'm like, oh. Okay, so in, I'll, then I'll then I won't spoil it. Then I'll just let you watch it and I'll uh, okay. see how it goes. But yeah, that's that's the difference, though. That's how. The one thing I want to bring up before we're done with episode three was the strawberries thing, which I thought a lot of people just didn't give a shit about. Like, oh, why is he freaking out about strawberries? I thought that was a nice, sweet scene. I thought it was too because it's like you go without something. Imagine if you ten years, right? You haven't had ice cream. And then somebody's like, here's fucking Ben and Jerry's. You're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Motherfucker, I'll tell you that right now. Jesus Christ. There's this little small package of lemonade, frozen lemonade ice pops that I would always love to eat when I was a kid at my grandparents' house. And after a certain period of time, they just vanished from the face of the earth. And I was able to find them. And so years, years, it hasn't been 20 years, but it's been about... 
10 plus years for me since I've had one of those ice pops. And then I saw them again at the store last summer and I lost my fucking shit. I bought like three boxes. I fucking went to town. I had that little like moment that Bill had where he was like, oh, you know, like I got to have my moment like that. So like I understood that situation. It was nice. Uh, once again, great depth to a character. So I, I could understand you're like, well, this scene wasn't really needed, but it's showing you the reality of how it is. And it's those little things that matter the most. Yep. I mean, COVID, when COVID happened, everybody went to buy toilet paper. Come on, people. Right. If you're without something and then you have it for the first time, especially in that where you're probably like, yeah, I'm never going to have strawberries again. It means something more. Right. Or even just I'm never going to have something that's going to taste good. And, you know, like to that extent. I mean, yeah, he was a good cook. So, yeah, he, good, good yeah. job with that. But he was just growing shit to survive, not stuff to like, oh, this would be nice to have some stroke. You know, <laughs> like, but that was the whole. That's why Frank was was needed, because Bill covered the whole utilitarian aspect. You know, he and Frank covered like the, the living act. aspect, yeah. like wanting to paint the house. And Bill's like, that's a waste of fucking time. But it's those little things that matter. And I think that's Frank most- knew how to live. Bill knew how to survive. Yeah. And that's the difference. And I think that was the whole arc between them is that they were. Bill was learning that he was learning that it's the little things that matter. It's not just covering your base needs, sheltering away and then just waiting to die. So I really like that. But at the end of the show, they get the little shitty fucking S10 drive off. They do the they chose different music, but they still ended up getting the music from the game. Yeah, in the next episode. But uh, the magazine part, which was in the game, was fucking funny. Yep, they they <laughs> hit a lot of similar notes, yep. which I was happy about. Um, I'm thinking about it now, and I think um, I fucked up. So it, it's not that scene. Joel trusts her enough. So, all right, this is going back to the game footage, which I'm okay. going to – you'll you'll see that scene where she saves his life. But then there comes another scene where he's like, and this was a big part that was in like a lot of the game trailers where he was like, all right, like he gave Ellie a rifle. And he was like, all right, Ellie, like you got to cover me. I got to go down there. The situation has to happen. She does a really good job. And then at the end of that little segment, like he finds a small gun off of some bandit and he gives it to her. That's how she gets a gun in the game. Sorry. Okay. But but then that show ends. Does it end with them making it to Kansas City? Uh no, they're uh they're driving along and it's they have like that nice Buffalo, little uh, right? I, uh, it, little, I can't really tell exactly where they are throughout the game. They have uh, earned the show. They do a good job of like being weird with the yeah. with the settings and scenery, you know, cuz like we were talking about before like oh like really boss is going to have fucking shit like that, you know, like talking about when we were seeing stuff. Um but uh I do like how they brought the Hank Williams song back. I do like how they had that whole thing. It's it just brought like that whole scene brought me back to me and my dad who, you know, I'm like opposite Joel. I'm going through this role with my dad right now where it's like, okay, I missed the days where I'd be in the truck with him or in the car. We're on our way down to somewhere to, cause we would every three weeks, my stepdad and I, we would go to get cigarettes in Pennsylvania. So we drive down there and we would buy cartons for like all the family members that spoke and stuff because they were cheaper. And we would have a nice little Sunday about it. You know, we'd go, we'd always go to this one little diner and uh, they, they always knew us cause we were wearing our sunglasses. They called secret agents. 
So, um, you know, we'd walk in, we'd, we'd always sit down at the, at the booth and, you know, have the same girl come and wait on us. And, you know, we had, we had a nice little life doing that and to see, and, you know, there'd be moments where I remember like, Oh, I'm not tired this, this, this morning. And I'd be dead sleep by the time I get there, you know, like that, but seeing Ellie do that shit, like it just, I got to think about, and that's like I said, like maybe this show's the reason why I partly went and fucking lost my mind and stuff, because there were so many things about my life that was coming back to me in terms of. Yeah that sort of shit. Well, and that was a nice little child thing that she got to do. Like she has these little moments, like where they come out of the, the QZ and she's like, Holy fuck. I'm yeah. And they're like, get down. And I, I, you were that. saying that you were like, I yeah. like when kids are kids. Yeah. Cause you know? it felt real. Monty yeah. likes that too, but <laughs> you were yeah. like, I like how they didn't write her. Like, Oh, she's going to be doing either really annoying, stupid shit. Because, you know, we're going to write her as an annoying, stupid kid, or she's actually doing genuine, like, oh, that's a kid thing to do. Yeah. And it is. I mean, the way she did it was like, wow. I mean, a kid, especially when she, you know, they took it from the line from the game, like, wow, you can't beat this few or whatever. A kid would be, especially one who's been locked up behind these walls for her whole life. Then you take her out and she's standing on top of a fucking apartment building, looking at the sunset over the fucking golden... I forget what it's called, but the capital of fucking Boston. No, the golden roof and stuff. Yeah. Well, as we know, later on, we got to see, like, it ain't the first time she's been on a rooftop looking over some big sites and stuff, so. But it was a nice moment. Um, That wraps up episode three. Four is very quick. Uh, So they get to Kansas City, which it's so weird. Which is supposed to be Pittsburgh. Yeah. Which I think Kansas City makes a little more. Yeah, I'm not mad about it. I don't care. Like it's that's it's still fine. But I just mean like in terms of like where people would be in the game. I'm just telling them where they would be in terms of where we're at the show right now. That's all. I'm trying to keep them up to. But the only issue I have with that is that Kansas City. You've been there. I've been there. I've been to Kansas City. You can go around the fucking thing because it's flat as fuck. <laughs> that's why I was like, he didn't need to go through the city, but okay. We've both been on that highway. That boring ass fucking was I seventy, all the way from that's from here, Colorado, all the way to fucking that thing runs to fucking Baltimore. I think it's ridiculous, but it also makes sense. Like if they go to Pittsburgh, okay, but if they're going through Pittsburgh, they would probably try to go through. I'd assume Chicago, which would be a no go zone, obviously. Before before the fucking pandemic thing happens, let alone now. So it'd make more sense for them to go through Kansas City, be less population, uh, and it's close to Colorado. Well, close to where they're going. Yeah, they're trying to make it to Wyoming. Mm-hmm. So that was good. Um, can we take a break for like two minutes? Yeah, I gotta. We're back. We are. We are back now. Now you can hear me? Yep, I can. Loud and clear. I had to go take a potty break, guys. We've been doing this for like over two hours. So did Mabel. She had to go too. And not even that. I mean, like we had to deal with some technical issues and some other shit. So we've been at it longer than two hours. There was probably a good like half hour in between. but uh, Like not consecutively, but like cumulatively. Probably like a half hour of just like... I was trying to figure out how the fuck, because like I said, Zencaster shit in the bed, so. Forgive us, folks. We're only human. I was worried that you died on me again at like 11 o'clock. I'm like, fuck. 
Every time I try to get a hold of him, he's dead. I'm good. I'm here. I Today, I'll especially like, because I stayed up last night, too, because I passed out, like, fucking middle of the That's day. Hey, you were up late. Yeah, I was, I was a late night warrior, and then I fucking passed out when the sun came up. Felt like you. It was weird. <laughs> That's what I do, bro. But I just don't take naps in the day. I just go to bed really late and get up really early. And Defi- suffer the consequences. Yeah, definitely not healthy, for sure. Um, I have to start getting on my... Uh, <laughs> I, I really got to start getting on my seven, eight-hour sleep kick again. I got to I gotta start actually yeah. doing that. I got to do it, too. But at the same time, I can't sleep. But ADHD, bro, my brain just doesn't turn off until I'm, like, exhausted mentally. Yeah, it, it, I, 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 it's, it's like I could. I'm really good at putting a million plates on and spinning them. It's just that it sucks when like one of them drops, and then I think about that, and then all of them start fucking dropping, and then I'm like fuck, and then it takes me a while to start picking everything, you know. Yep. So it's that's how mental health works. So, and I, I hate having. I think I told you about this though, where it's like I hate where I feel like I have to. In a sort of way to feel healthy, I have to rejoin some sort of matrixy like regiment, you know, because scheduling, regimenting, all this stuff, it's important. It's like a, a healthy part of it. But I don't want to do it too much to where I feel like, okay, I'm just running this rut. You know what I mean? Like, well, there's, I got to find a balance of, of that. You know what Jordan Peterson would say, right? Uh, yeah, I got to clean my room and then I got to go and. Uh, make your bed, bucko. Yeah, I got <laughs> to make my bed. I got to fucking. Eat listen meat. To, listen to the lobsters. <laughs> but episode four. Episode four. There. Yep. KC slash Pittsburgh slash, uh, you know, running because it kind of combines. What's it call it? The uh, the overall thing of because when you're playing in Pittsburgh, there's like this one scene where I think that's when you meet Henry and Sam uh, and it changes how things go. Cause you're not at that point yet, but yeah, that, that that's where they differentiate instead of at the very end of the episode, they meet like midway during the whole adventure in Pittsburgh. Um, Cause then that goes in the whole thing. And I liked, because that was like a, like I said, there were so many different scene changes type deal to where mm-hmm. like, cause when you're playing a game and the way that we segment the world is to like you know where like the loading screens would be. So like in this area, yeah. you know, this is where this demographic. This is how this goes. So this is the fucking uh, this the city part, and then they jump off, and then okay, so that part's over. So then almost like when they change the scene, it's almost like it's a new episode. So that's why, yeah. like for me, like in the course of like they did several in-game episodes within that one episode of The Last of Us. And it, actually, two, two. They did two scenes. Well, the and they're going to go by kind of quickly because it's hard to. They're very upfront, right? So, like, they get into the city. Yeah, and a lot of it's gameplay too. You know, a lot of it's yeah. like we got to figure out because, of course, it's not just one group of guys you got to kill. It's the first group of guys, and they brought friends, and they have guys that reinforce. You know what I mean? And then you got to so. But this one was. I mean, this episode, the whole Kansas City arc, if you will. Went by really quickly. 
You think so? Yeah. Because it was – they get there. They've run into a trap. They basically lose all the supplies they got, which really – I, I, I like that um, – the callback to – What's it calls it in in game? Where it's like, oh, well, in game he was like he ain't hurt or something like that. Or- yeah. Um. Ellie killed. So they run into a trap. Joel knows it's a trap because, as he says later on, he also. Yeah, I've been on both sides. Yeah. Um, as he says, they lose their. They basically lose their car and all their supplies. Uh, Joel fights. Four people, three or four people. Uh, he kills three. He kills all but one, and the last guy sneak up, sneaks up on him, almost kills him. Ellie has to shoot him in the back, uh, which basically paralyzes him. And he's screaming like, "No, please don't kill me!" And Joel tells Ellie, "Go back to the other room," and he fucking knifes him. Yeah. Uh, but that that little scene, just that little moment of her like having that like holy shit, what did I just do? Uh, the yeah, reality yeah. sank in, mm-hmm. and it's not even like what's it calls it because it's a different reality, right? Because there's in her that what world that they're living in is different from, so we can't think the same. So I can't really say like, oh, I know how she's feeling in terms of like. You know, we just killing someone. Like, yeah, like me, or let's, let's just say, like it happened, and she had the upbringing that I had, type deal. But no, she grew up in this, so she knows no other way. So I can't, like, I can say I can sympathize with Bill because Bill and I have grown up in a very similar. <laughs> we're not similar, well, even, similar, but we, but in Joel, this time period, and Joel too. Yeah, Joel. That's why I think it bothers Joel more than it does her. He even says like a child shouldn't have to grow up in a world like that because he knows of a time where it didn't. But for her, she's like, "This yeah, is she's like, yeah, like what are you talking about, bro?" So yeah, so there was that. Uh, they end up fleeing because they have to. I'm gonna in my in my gun nutty little fucking uh, uh, bullshit pointing out stuff inaccurate or uh, like not inaccurate, but just problems. I feel like again. It was a small caliber round, it, probably like a three eighty or a twenty five. But him, sh- she shot him in the back. I saw where she was aiming, and I was like, "She's gonna like if if that goes through him, it's gonna hit Joel." I was like, "I don't like that." Just let's that's just like it doesn't matter because the story yeah. is gonna be the story. But just from a firearms nerd, fucking like sweat bullshit critiqueness, that's the only thing I got to critique. Like. She should she should just aim for the head. Like that would have been the better option because it's not gonna risk hitting over penetrating, hitting Joel, you know, any of that sort of stuff. So, only thing I could say about that, which I think he tells her to put her gun in her bag after that, right? And she puts it in her pocket. Yeah, he tells her to put it, and then she, um, then they kind of flee, and then you jump over to. I don't remember her name. Well, you can see why she did that, though, right? Well, yeah, she's gonna fucking need it, dog. Well, her her mindset of like, okay, well, I disobeyed you before, and it turned out great, so I'm gonna disobey you again. It might turn out better. You know, what I, mean? like, I, I can yeah. see, I can see the, you know, I just said I can't sit with the, you know, I can't get in a character's head, but in that moment, I got in her head at least <laughs> for that reason. Um, so they leave and they're hiding out, and then it jumps to the new people who run the new QZ of Kansas City. 
Yeah, uh, I, uh, I, Kathleen. That's her name. Yeah. Kathleen played by, which it took it took me a little bit. I was like, who is this? Like, cause she looks familiar. She was that crazy chick in Two and a Half Men that was always jumping over the fucking railing and love Charlie. Same girl, oh. same lady. And then I also get. I guess she was in another show called Yellow Jackets or something like that, where she was really good in too. But I didn't see that, so I never heard of it. Yeah, uh, she, I did not like her. As the character. So she's kind of, I know people who don't like the show who are just looking for shit to shit on it. Yeah. Like, oh, she's just a girl boss. This isn't that. That wasn't my problem. My problem is she didn't have, she didn't command any authority. Even I know they picked her because she's very soft, very sweet. And it's like that duality that somebody very soft and sweet could do this. But you need to have that moment where she puts her foot down and you're like, oh. What's up? That was weird. Hold on. Gotta go clear the house. So, sorry about that. Uh, as I was saying, I did not care for... She just... She didn't have that moment where she put her foot down and you're like, oh, this bitch is psychotic. I think she did that when she shot the doctor in the head. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm not... I don't mean like her act. I'm talking about like when she was talking to the Perry guy. Like, at no point did who she who really is played put, by the guy who played Tommy in the game. Yeah, but at no point did she really put her foot down to where I was like, "Oh, this is like a sadistic person who would lead a revolt and do horrible things to the people that you know." Depending on that's why I like the duality of it. Of they tortured these people, the people rebelled. Uh, which I even think in the after scene shit, they talk about like the French Revolution or shit like that. Where a lot of times the revolutionary guard like takes over, so. and they're just as worse. Yep. Yeah. If not, you know, ten times worse. So I like that. But she, as a character, I never felt that this chick really put like that almost fear into you of like, oh, like make you understand that she could because she was just too sweet the way she talked, the way she looked. She looked very soft, and I know shooting the doctor okay, but. You also didn't see the body. You just saw her shoot into a fucking container, which kind of takes away that human. Yeah. Because if it was all over her shoulder and he says something to her and she just fucking. Yeah, just fucking clips him. Then it's like, oh, okay. No, no fucks given. Yeah. See, I. Maybe, maybe like you see a little bit of more of the sadistic. Like if, like if it then cuts to her face and she like smiles or something like that, or, you know, maybe. Or just maybe like a dead look. Then she like snaps into like the soft. Then I could be like, oh, okay. But they never really gave her that moment, which I thought was a. Right. It's just a little complaint. Like I, she's not they a show, big villain. So it's just they like show a her doing some stuff like that. They show her again too, like. Every person that is in this show, at least character-wise, that's not Joel and Ellie, I feel like is a version of Joel and Ellie. If that, you know what I mean? If that makes any sense? Yeah, because like, Joel could have became her because of his daughter, which he – I mean you could argue – Same thing like the did. whole thing of when you meet Bill in his town, that's supposed to be like – you because you're playing as Joel, it's supposed to be like you looking at your like your future self. Like if you just if you double down on your loner fucking life, you get Bill. This is what you get. 
Yep. You know, push push the only person that cared about him away, mm-hmm. and then now he's completely alone. Yep. So it's like, do you want to do this, buddy? And then it shows, and then uh, so we didn't get that. So instead, we get a version that's kind of like Kathleen, to where, and I know this is going to be us jumping a little bit more, because uh, in this episode we don't get that talk between her and Perry in the room when she talks about her brother this is the next episode but just to like use that as like a somewhat of an example I'm not going to get into it yet but that's like an example of because uh, in that scene when she talks to Perry about like her relationship with her brother they're like I've been in situations at least in my life where I see that the person that takes charge isn't the person you would think the person that ends up in this sort of isn't the you know what I mean? Like, because when you think about, like, oh, George Washington, some anointed fucking, like, Sigma Chad fucking a founding father god. He was just a fucking dude. Sucked at fucking battle. He felt comfortable in it, but he never fucking won a battle uh, when he was fighting for the Brits. You know what I mean? Like, he's he wasn't really that good. Of, you know, he didn't have, like, this, like, bro, this guy's inhuman. He didn't want the fucking job. He just got thrusted into that fucking position type deal. You know? So, like, I've seen those situations, not just, like, historically speaking, but, like, at work, I see like people in charge should not be in charge. You know, I mean, people who are administration should not be administration. So, like when I looked at this situation, I saw it to be like, okay, like anyone could be like, it, you don't need to have this. You know, he, he's got the helmet with the spike and it's got fucking skulls attached to the top, and he's wearing the fucking tires for fucking pauldrons. You know, like you don't need that guy to run a fucking QZ or to run a revolution. You could have this fucking soft-spoken little whose brother got fucking murdered, so they used her as like a catalyst, like oh, let's prop her up, and she be, kind of became this de, this de facto fucking leader. Without you know, she kind of got propelled to this position she didn't want to be in. I agree with that somewhat. On the other hand, like we talked about earlier with George Washington, he uh, he also killed people in their sleep. Yes, so there is that. There is that like hidden monster piece of shit i mean it's not an honorable thing to do but i mean war. yeah well that's her well that's kathleen's monster her monster is i don't care about anything else my first order is i'm going to revenge my brother i'm gonna not worry about setting up patrols i'm not gonna worry about you know kind of reestablishing like how like she wasn't worried about making the town right it was just freedom and then let's just keep hunting these people down until they're all dead, and then we'll figure out everything. So she yeah. does have this sort of like I'm not going to stop until everyone is dead type yeah, of right. similar George Washington esque psychosis, like, you know, it's like psychosis. Sorry, but I'm trying to think. There was I don't know. There's something about it where maybe it's because of the environment. It didn't feel realistic. It didn't feel like in this post-apocalyptic world like this very soft person would just come to power without having that like i could see in a city she's a mayor or something but deep like she's a piece of shit and only which i know i guess for four or five are kind of conjoined anyways but the only part is where she's talking to him about perry uh, right no the the Black guys. I can't think of their name. Oh, Henry? Sam and, talking to Henry? Yeah, yeah. Where she's like, yeah, you should just let him die. Like, that's a little bit of a piece of shit. Like, you know, like a little bit, but just a little more, I think, would have set her apart to where you could really. But that's just my personal opinion. Like, so, I understand what you're saying. Like, it does make sense because she was like. Oh, shit. Was that in this episode? And where the, they go underneath? They. 
Yeah, no, next episode they're going to need. But we right. saw in this episode, though, the floor rising. Well, that's what that I mean. whole part. Were they, okay, yeah. So and it's like breathing and it it's like some goosebumps level shit. And you're like, oh. And you hear a scream and then they fuck off. But Yeah, and she's that, like, no, I'm not worried about this right now. Let's worry about, you know, getting revenge. And, you know, but also, too, like, like you were saying, if you think just just to play devil's advocate, they do. Like I could see Kathleen, like her brother was the revolutionary leader, was the leader, right? Like he was the one that everyone loved. He was the one that was like gonna bring the change, or not even that he was like the revolution, but he was the he was the catalyst. But he was like that dude, the the everyman, the the good. You know what I mean? Like he had he was bringing people together. He was like he was working on shit. You know he was trying to make it good. So I could see her being so close to him. You know what I mean? Like I said, they have a duality type thing of like, okay, like Joel and Joel and Ellie, same thing. Like she had a dependency on her brother, like Ellie did, to, like Ellie does to Joel. So it's like, okay, when he dies in that sort of way, she then goes off and snaps, and it has this whole thing that just, just talks about vengeance and only cares about that sort of stuff. And but also, but that's her reasoning. But how she got into power though, because yeah, she was essentially his second in command. Not I that see, she, not that like she riding, was, yeah, she was riding the wave. Yeah, I get you exactly. That it's like, oh well, who else are we gonna get? Well, fucking get her. And it's like she's like, no, not me. Well, it's like, well, you're the, you were the one that was closest. You didn't let anyone in like that. You two were really blah, blah, blah. so like, okay, I can see. And that's when she reluctantly took up the thing and was like, okay, well, this is what we gotta do because this is what he said and this is what was blah blah blah. Yeah. And then that's how it leads. I mean, we don't get any of that. But that's I was piecing that shit together at least because you know I love going on like random fantasy tangents, writing down little short stories about stuff. So I could see that being like a how that went down, you know? Yeah, I mean there was a part of it where like, all right, we'll get to the next episode. So I'll uh, we'll just wrap this up. Uh, it kind of says this whole episode is setting the base of the conflict in Kansas City. So Joel and Ellie are kind of hiding and moving around, and then you, you're getting more information on the. The exposition of of why things are going the way they are in Kansas City, yeah. and then you go from there. Uh, and then Joe and Ellie they fuck they fuck off to some place they think they're going to be safe, and then they run into Henry and Sam. Which, you know, he throws a glass by the door. It's like, oh, somebody comes in, I'll hear it. Yeah, no, you're deaf, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they well, too, the- because it shows him he turned over. So, like, you know, like he he did originally sleep with his good ear, but then he turned over, and then. Yeah, because he was talking to Ellie, and then she told him the one of the puns. Or yeah, but they're having this little moment where she doesn't want to talk about it, like her past life, right? But that was nice, and then that little moment, and then boom, wakes up with a gun in his face, Next empty, episode, an empty gun in his face. Yeah. Next episode, we get some more. Information. I don't know if that's just me, but I always, whenever I see a gun, like. In any TV show pointed at like the camera, so I'm always like checking to see if it's like I'm actually looking down the barrel. I'm looking to see like if it's a revolver. I'm looking at the cylinders. I'm like I'm, I'm always checking that shit. Uh, episode five starts off with is it a flashback of Henry and Sam, right? Where they're with yes. the, the doctor. Yeah, ten days earlier. It shows how because the old, the revolution is not that old. It's only ten days old. So, mm-hmm. and then. You know, they're with the doctor. He disappears. He clearly gets caught. Yep. You know, the one that died earlier. So mm-hmm. then you kind of get this. They're piecing together. He paints his face, and which I like the little human moments. Uh, his to give little, him bravery. Yeah, he's doing. He's doing yeah. everything he's got to do. The the writing board 
whatever it was, that was a great way to communicate because obviously Ellie and them wouldn't know fucking sign language. Uh, great, great addition making him deaf. It adds a new angle uh, to their story, but also to kind of a a threat, you know? Like he has to be more protective of his brother in this new world. Yes. Because he's at a disadvantage. Uh, you know, they, so that little backstory, there's really not a whole lot to it. Just, you know, that they're being hunted. You know, the doctor they're with is dead because he wouldn't give them up. Uh, then they go to, they go to the same place that Ellie and Joel go. Cause they go there cause they want to find a high spot to find their way out. Um, which Kansas City is, you know, not that big, but whatever, whatever, Tom. Right, we're just gonna let it go, just letting it go. But they, <laughs> they, uh, they have their little interaction with them. It's pretty good. They're basically like, "Help us get out of here!" And yeah, you gotta get out. I gotta get out. Let's go. Let's both get out. Yeah, it's almost like we were both benefiting from this. We'll get out. We'll go our separate ways. So they figure their way out. They're going to go through the underground part. Spooky, scary. And then, the, and then the underground with the school, that was all in the game and showing the oh, picture. Yeah, that was all oh. that. All that was taken right from the, the pictures that they showed. There's actually like collectibles and stuff. And everyone talks about this, but there's actually collectibles and stuff in the game of of story of how that whole place, you know, you could go through the the, the area and like find stuff. Like like I said, more environmental storytelling to where you pick up right. stuff and it tells you why this happened. It turns out some guy named Ish was the reasoning to start all this stuff and blah, blah. I guess he was some sort of like, you know, Joel-esque hero figure. Not that he's a hero, but like, you know, some sort of like leader figure of the down of the of the underground or whatever. The mole people. Yeah, until probably they got flooded with the infected and then you know. Well I like that out. line where they're like, hey, what happened to the people here? And Joel's like, they probably broke their own rules and let somebody in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's true. That's how it always starts. You let in the one person. Right. Uh, or not even that, but one like they said, they said Fedra like shoved everyone into the all the infected underground. It's like, well, Oh yeah, that's, that's probably how they did it too. So, yeah, and then from there, I think it goes back to Marlene, right? Marlene, uh, yeah. From there, after there, because they hang out there for a or while. Kathleen. Oh, oh, whatever her fucking name is. Uh, they uh, they discuss what Henry's situation, right? When they're down in the underground. Yeah. They talk about why uh, he's on the run, what he did for Sam, all that stuff. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's a great, is that in the. No, it's that, not. That's not that's anything that's related to in game. In game. It's oh. different. They're just two because he's not deaf in the game. They're just two brothers. And they're, and the brother's older. He's like, he's closer to Ellie's age than, than Sam in the game or in the show, I think, because he's, um, not that he's a combatant, but like you know, he's he's more active, you know, with stuff. Okay. Um, so he's a little bit younger. Uh, what's it calls it? Henry is a lot more of a fighter. He actually because he's more protective. You know, he's not like the guy. Yeah. Like, I only got one bullet, and I'm afraid I don't know how to use it. You know, <laughs> like that's not that's not Henry. Henry's actually like a, okay, like a capable fucking person. Um, but I will say, I liked how it went down in the show in terms of like, cause we could talk about overall, like what we, we, you know, we could talk about when we get there, but 
just for like how different it was, it really gave more weight and reasoning behind why he did what he did at the end of the episode. So, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I thought the the story of him selling out. So the whole reason is that he sold out the fucking resistance leader so he could get medicine for his brother who had leukemia or something. I didn't really. It was something serious enough where I was like, I don't know if I would have written that. Like they just have medicine for this. I know short supply, but you could have really done anything. Like. I mean, in this time period or in this state of the, the world, you could have been like, he had a severe th- fever. And if I didn't get aspirin from him or something, you know what I mean? Right. But think about it in terms of like, it's the fucking apocalypse. There's probably some, they have some fucking quack that isn't really a doctor. You know what I mean? Like, but he knows how to survive. So he's going to say he's a doctor. You know what I mean, he fucking shows up and he does all the stuff and, oh, okay, this is, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is how it goes. Or no, wait, because the doctor was an actual doctor. So yeah, maybe. Yeah, so never mind that. Okay. Yeah, okay, I could I could I could get more along the lines of like, okay, maybe pick a different disease. Or maybe, yeah, or maybe not, pick a different ailment, I should say. Yeah, it's something that's not like holy shit. Like leukemia, you're I think it was it was something. I along think they the said leukemia that, or something like that, yeah. Or yeah. he's gonna be going through treatments and stuff that's heavy duty and shit that you have to you know, like life expectancy ain't so great with leukemia back like now i can only imagine you know what i mean like doing it then sterilization all, all the shit you know what i mean like oh gross but that was it? a that was a good thing because like he just didn't turn on him it's like now you have a reason that's more than just even if his little brother got in trouble or something it would be like okay well no he's gonna die think about think back to joel at the beginning of the fucking show episode one they drove by a fucking family he's got a dog we got family too keep driving that's what I'm saying. That's like, why I think it's like, all right, like I understand, bro. We're like we're the same person in that regard. Like fuck, fuck the world. We take care of ourselves. Like you know, that's yeah, I agree. Because Joel can uh, say that up. He Joel can say it at first, but at the end of the day, like Joel's no different. No fucking different. Yeah, but at the what was it? After that, how far does it go? Because they get out from the sewers and everything's great, and they're like, and then Henry's kind of like overly celebrating a little bit too much. Then the the old man sniper scene happens, which is great because it's not like that in the game. I really like that whole thing where where he finally corners the guys, like, just give me your gun and just hang out here. I'll do it. I don't want to have to kill you. Like, I really, it it definitely added another layer of depth. Also, him being like, oh, he can't hit shit. And then as you hear on the radio, she's like, keep holding him down. You realize he wasn't trying to fucking kill him. Yeah. Which I liked that. Like, if you pay attention, you might be like, oh, otherwise you just think he's an old coot who can't hit shit, but he's not trying to hit him. Yeah, he was doing his job. Yep. And uh, that, so this is where we're at, where they kind of get cornered. Joel's missing shots because... They're kind of telling that story that he, he ain't as good as he once was. <laughs> he ain't as good as he once was. I heard somewhere someone talk about um like his hand is still fucked. Oh. So he can't operate his hand as good as he used to because it never healed right after he fucking bashed that dude's face in, in the at the end of episode one. So, mm-hmm. so we get there. Uh, we got to see name? a bloater. We got to see... Uh, well, they they get confronted by this whole convoy, 
where they want to kill all four of them. Uh, but especially, so he starts negotiating, uh, Henry starts negotiating, like, hey, just let Sam go. You can kill me. And she's like, mm, no. I'm going to kill y'all. Yeah, yeah. That's all it goes. Uh, which I did kind of like how blunt she was. She's like, you should have just let him die. Some people are just meant to die, which obviously because her brother got turned in for it and he ended up getting beat to death. Um, this is her form of vengeance, which I think would be if she completed it to kill the person that he betrayed her brother for. You know what I mean? Like in order to hurt him the most. Like, you killed my brother, and now it's for nothing because I killed your brother, and then she's going to kill him, which I can understand. There's that, and also, too, like, I don't know, like this could just be a me thing, but there's a weird thing when you lose somebody that, especially when it's recent type situation where it's like, you kind of don't give a fuck to anyone else because you feel like this is my trauma that no one else is going through. No one knows what how much pain that I'm in right now. So you kind of say shit and you do shit because you're like, you're like, okay, well, I have this band-aid of protection where I can say fucking coarse, horrible shit. Yeah, fuck shit, just let him fucking die. My brother's fucking dead. Who whoop you fucking do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, people act fucking weird. Like I said, I personally, like, when I lost, you know, the my dad or my grandfather or, or, my, or one of my friends... You know, like, and I hear someone bitch about, you know, so I, I have like a, depending on the situation, my, I'm not as sympathetic sometimes because like, I, I'll still see like, bro, like, why are you using that shit as a crutch still? Like, fucking get the fuck, like, nut the fuck up and let's get, you know what I mean? Like, there's some of that goes on and other times I sympathize because I'm like, okay, I understand the situation. You were that close uh, to where you're at in life. You know what I mean? Like, there's a difference where like, I could see one side being like, you know, like, not Kathleen of like, okay, like I understand this is a horrible thing, blah, 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 but I could also see where she's like, yeah, no, callous completely like, no, I don't care about that. Fuck your, fuck your fucking brother. Hope he fucking dies. Like, I hope, you know what I mean? Like I'm glad cause she's glad that fucking what happened happened. You know, I'm pretty sure, but probably deep down. Yeah. Cause I mean, they even like the discussion she has with Perry and Perry's like, uh, he wasn't a, he wasn't a leader like you, which also plays into, Basically, he was good at networking. He was good at like consolidating people, but he didn't know what to do after that. He needed somebody else to do that. So it's just this domino effect. I honestly like, think though, like his death was what was needed to get that situation because, like, there every you could have all the gunpowder in one room, but if there ain't no fucking spark, that gunpowder's gonna right. sit in that fucking room. So yeah, he was good at being gunpowder. You know, and there was a lot of them and it was everywhere. But when he died, that was it. That was a spark. And I mean, every, she got every, thrust into that position. And then they saw that every shit was getting done with her. But that was just because, of, you know, what I mean, it all goes back to like chicken and the hen or chicken and the egg type deal. Like what came first? Was was it her, her tactile badness that was the thing that uh was able to do it or was it the fact that her brother was the actual leader that when he died it just all kind of just he set the dominoes up but then he died and then he knocked him over like v for vendetta type shit yeah you know like he uh every cause needs a martyr right right 
so I mean, that was it. At, she could kind of be, you could compare her historically to like her brother being Vladimir Lenin and her being Joseph Stalin. Very, very, very could be. Yeah. Yeah. Like she need like somebody else kind of built this up, set everything up, died. And then now she's able to move in and make it her own gulag. <laughs> but I really, uh, I really like this scene because in the moment I'm like, what's going to happen? Cause they're just sitting behind a car and yeah. Joel's like watching over them and he's just sitting there. And then the, Oh, the truck comes and uh, Joel's finally able to hit him. They crash and then it sinks into the earth and then it's just a fucking horde of, like you said, bloater, which looked good. Everything looked good. The bloater was another mix of practical and CGI. Mostly yeah. practical with the, with the what it's called, the, 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 the details and whatnot being mm. digitally added in. But really good. You get this awesome, like, kind of combat scene. Joel, which is kind of reverse from the game where you're talking about Joel's the one covering Ellie. Yep. Which was cool. Um which I mean, you do that in game too. That that's the thing that yeah. happens. Not to that extent. Uh, you do have to gun down the truck because you're uh, you have to gun down a couple of infected. You know, because you are at that sniper perch. It gives you a little. Where remember in uh, Call of Duty, like way back, Call of Duty, uh, Modern Warfare, all gillied up. You you kind of had this where you were just all you saw, all you had, all you could do was move reticle around and shoot. So that was a that was a segment in the game. At least I, I from what I can remember. Um, but yeah, and the uh, the 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 child clicker mm-hmm. that was also practical and digital. Uh, Kathleen getting ripped apart by the child clicker could be, like I said, that juxtaposition of like Ellie, her essentially Ellie. You know. Yeah. Also, I thought the girl kind of looked like a girl from The Walking Dead. The Which very one? first one you see. Oh, the, 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 the yeah with the bath. Robe on or whatever, and the teddy bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, she's, little, she's I mean, wearing like a, like a My Little Pony t-shirt or something like that too. Like you know, it's really like oh. So that was cool though, and the way she moved, like you said, gymnast. Yep. Uh, so she dies. They end up going to. It just cuts from like all a, that violence and viscera. Just cuts immediately to a uh, like a nice, well, quiet, serene hotel. Yeah, the motel. ending shot is like the horde moving towards. Yeah, which. They're all fucked because all yeah. the armed guards were with them. Like, you know what I mean? Like Kansas City is now a dead zone. Like, don't go to Kansas. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Before it was don't go there because they'll abuse you. Now it's just don't go there because there's nothing left there. So yeah. uh, nature yeah, has her, reclaimed it. Which I think is like I, I asked you, I think, in the first episode, but that's kind of what the whole virus maybe represents a little bit because it is like. I mean, especially because they turn into fucking fungus. So it just feels a little... And all the cities are slowly collapsing, and it's like nature is retaking, but... Uh, yeah, yeah so they go to, Remember during the pandemic, where it was like, the dolphins are coming back to the Venetian yeah. Canal! Nature's healing! We are the virus! You know what I mean? Like, remember all that bullshit? Yep, and then they went on too long, and everybody's like, fuck nature, I gotta go out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they go to a motel. Uh, there's a nice tender moment between Sam and Ellie, uh, where he reveals that he's been bit. Uh, 
So she cuts her hand. Which is different. That that did not happen in game. But um oh, no. nope, not like that. But I do like it. I like it because it it's her that's that kid logic. It's like, oh well like maybe this will you know, she's just trying to help. She's just trying to be useful. She's just trying to like figure it out. And mm-hmm. she has like a little bit of she this is her chance to be Joel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to him. And then when she falls asleep, you know, it's kind of like a funny little thing that happens later on with Joel and her. Anywho, but uh, <laughs> not to skip too far ahead. But with with that, I mean, especially when she's like, oh, I'll stay up with you to make sure you're okay. And then she falls asleep. So that's another failure on top of the blood not being able to do anything. And then she goes to him. He attacks her. Uh, Joel tries to stop him. Uh, Henry stops him, takes the gun. And kills his brother. And I, I did like that they cut away. Because when Henry realizes what he's done and he's in like shock and then he just. And then and then Ellie makes that fucking. Ah! Like that fucking shriek of like actually watches him do blow his fucking head off. Uh, Dude, she's such a good actor. She is. Oh Bella Ramsey's great. Um, Like I said, I was, yeah, I was worried at first, shoot. but then she figured it out. She, he shoots himself. Just so, but yeah. like I said, though, like in the game, it's just the whole weight of you go through this whole situation together, you know, as a team, and then this stuff happens, and and then he has that breakdown, then he kills himself. But the weight of now, you know, now that we know all the background, now that we know all the stuff that he's done, all the things that led up to this moment, all the people that you know, he you could see those wheels turning in his in that whatever whoever um. Henry's actor was fucking mm-hmm. phenomenal too because like in his face I was able to see him work out like oh my god Every, like he failed his brother everything he's done has led N- to him nothing that just happened within the last 10 days mattered mattered none, none of that fucking no no people about to die all the shit went down because of me I gotta go I gotta go so like yeah. I understood that and I was like, Jesus Christ, what a good fucking show. Like, you know what I mean? Like that was why I like that those changes to those characters so much and that backstory that we never because we don't ever see that side in Pittsburgh. We just yeah. get chased by this fucking faction at asshole raiders. That's it. And they're and all actual infected in the town too. It's not just, you know, raiders. No. So it's a little combo of both. And it definitely hits hard because the that night so that Joel offers for them to come with him. And yeah. Henry's like, yeah. So they're like this group now. You know, Joel sees that she has like another kid to be around. And, you know, it's a mutual, like he has somebody to watch his back. And yeah. And then it just ends like, just like that. It's almost like a, it's like a attack on Titan moment. Yeah. Like, pretty much. Pretty much. Just look then, at this scene. <laughs> Everyone's dead. Like, <laughs> so you just had a great, Oh, fuck. Oh, okay, there we go. Lost connection, reconnected. We're back. Oh, yeah, I did that to me earlier. We're good. Okay. But uh, it's fucking Zencaster. Uh, I love that. I love that. I like that Attack on Titan does it. I love that this show takes gives you joy and then crushes it in your face. Uh, and then they buried him. And then she wrote, I'm sorry, on his little writing pad, which I know. And the way Joel kind of looks at her is he realizes, like, this girl's going through some shit because like he's you know she effectively killed somebody right not really but 
And then now with this stuff, and she even tells him, let's go. Like she's hurrying him along because he's just kind of, he's almost at a loss. Yeah, he's, it's almost those roles got reversed there. You know, she grew up in that episode. She started off as a kid, but then she left as an adult. I feel. She shot her first fucking, well, she shot and killed, you know, her first assailant. Because I could only presume that, you know, since we watched episode seven now, like her, her first kill was probably Riley. Um, but fucking what's it called? Like, so we, she got to do that. She's got to, she watched a dude shoot himself in the head. I mean, like, I don't care what apocalypse world you fucking grew up in, but if you watch some dude shoot his brother and then shoot yourself. And then also you just failed Sam twice, just twice. like, you know what I mean? Like, and these are people you've been around for the past couple of days, you know, and you're trying yeah. and you're trying to build this new teamwork w- dynamic with you, them. And yeah, you all almost died. And you're like, whew. And then the next day you're like, and they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just brutal. But like you said, though, like it's it's, it's brilliant mm. how it, it, it aged her like it mentally to where it's like you see like, OK, like it 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 did its work. It, it's done its toll. But I think Joel kind of having that moment of pause is also because he feels a fatherly connection to her and he knows that she's taking emotional damage. You know what I mean? Like she's. Yeah, fucked. that's him also break. They're both breaking. You know what I mean? Like the, the whole show is two, two people breaking the fuck down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he's regressing and she's progressing, but yes. Not- out of like genuine and, it, and it's funny because it's like he's coming from this way and they're meeting in the middle you know what I mean? like to father daughter <laughs> that's how that's going so shit we're on six now right yeah yeah i'd say so we kind of already talked about the beginning of six they meet an old native couple and i think they're in wyoming yeah that actor who played the the guy actor he's he's in he's he's a famous native american actor he's in a lot of i just love him to death he's so funny Oh, i love their their playoff because it felt like an old married couple yeah like how my grandparents would talk to each other he's like did he hurt you no you gave him soup they were hungry (laughs) (laughs) oh i loved it and then give the truth. Are you telling me the truth? Like, you know, uh, and then the river of death. Uh, so in the I game, lo- they um they don't go to Jackson in the first game. In the first game, you go to the power plant. You actually go there, and that's where you meet them. Because Tommy's also at the power plant, fixing shit up with Maria. Um. So they go on their journey just really quick. Um, they go to the, they stop at a river, sleep in a cave. He falls asleep during watch. Ellie wakes up and takes over and he's kind of pissed off about it. Which I've been, I've been there. I've gotten to the point where I thought I was going to have to, not so much like staying up late for a while, but saying I was going to do something, failing it, and then having that. Like, I know what that feels like. It's just oh. fucking. I thought you meant falling asleep out of nowhere, which I'm like, yeah, you've done. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but you know, promising to like, okay, I'll take both watches and then just, but so, yep. to, to a similar extent of, I promise I'm going to do this. 
And then you're mad, but not necessarily at her, but at yourself. Yeah, it's all you, mad. It's, it's you know, when, when your parents, you hate hearing them, oh, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm not mad, I'm disappointed. Yeah. It's like you're both mad and disappointed. You know, you get both at the same time when it's yourself. And, you know, now that I think about it, it really is building up. Because if you look at everything, which I think also plays into him pausing when they died, it's another failure for him. Yep. Tess is gone. That's a failure. She, you know. She's almost died a couple times. You could argue he failed her in Kansas City multiple times, especially towards the end. Like he was out, like he was out of his hands. He got lucky that a clicker ate her. Yep. Um, and then this point, uh, he failed again. And then they go, they find another river. I I love that foreshadowing where Ellie's like, "Is this the river of death?" And then they fucking come up. Yeah. Uh, and the whole scene with the dog. You know, flight, fright. Uh, the here's the thing: as soon as the dog showed up, there's a dog in the game. So, like, I knew it from the get go. I was like, "Oh, this is the group." Like, because that was Buckley. The dog is Buckley in the game, and uh, you know, and you get to actually pet the dog in the game. Nice. There's a feature for that, which I love. And um, what's it calls it? Yeah, no. Uh, so I knew off the bat. I was like, oh, "Okay, I know this is this is the this is the group." Well, I mean, the big thing, uh, especially, I mean, I knew the dog was going to attack him or attack her. But if you're just a casual person watching this, you're like, oh, shit, is it going to smell it on her? And right, like right. That? You have no idea how where this is going to go. You know, like, you're like, oh, shit. But the fact that he froze. Yeah. And then his chest, you know, he's, oh, we forgot. To oh, yeah. He had the first panic attack the first, after yeah. after they getting out of the cabin. You know, he's mm-hmm. starting to realize shit like it's coming to like, oh, shit's getting serious. Like, we might actually he, go die and fail. He's failing. He realizes that the that imp- and he's scared. And he's that scared. impending doom. Yes, yeah, that he she, she's gonna die. He's gonna fail her. It's a really good balance for the show because if he was just like old and thought, "Oh, I couldn't do it," but that fear they, and he can portray it so well. I mean, Pedro's a good actor, but those panic attacks really add something too. I mean, he's literally grabbing his chest, and Ellie's like, "Are you dying on me?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, such a like you said, like that's a, such a kid fucking like yeah. thing to do. And uh, so they get there, they take him back uh, to the Jackson, and then he meets Tommy. Uh, well, reunites with Tommy. Let's say. Oh well, yeah, they get back together. Uh, they have this kind of awkward like Tommy's very awkward around him Uh, but then it's like oh they get a tour of the place you see that it's like a functioning society they're communists which was a funny like we're not communists well I mean this is a communist (laughs) (laughs) and it kind of bothered him which I'm like all right, he's a patriot. He understands well yeah he did we found out he's the one that served so yeah no that's why he'd be like oh (laughs) I guess um and it didn't feel like preachy, like, oh, look, we're communists. It was just like a little joke. Yeah. Anybody. Uh, then they kind of split up. Joel goes with Tommy. Uh, what's her name? Ellie goes with... Maria. Maria? Maria. Find out that she's pregnant, basically, with Tommy's kid. Uh, Tommy and Joel have a big fight. Basically, Tommy's like, you gave up on life when you lost your daughter. I have a kid, so I'm not doing that. 
They split up. Uh, yeah, brother, I, I did. I did enjoy the brotherly dynamic. It was very real in a sort of way where it's like, yeah, like I'm only going to tell you some shit and we're only going to talk to each other. I mean, like we don't have to talk about anyone else. I, I didn't. It was that part in the beginning where like he's talking about, he's asking about tests. So he still has like that armor up in a sort of way, but not really, you know, where he's like, how, how much do I want to try to, yeah, I just got that notification too. Um, <laughs> to see the fucking heartbeat. Okay. Sorry. No, but um, like, but like I said, it's they're they nailed again the the, the brother. But that whole part where he lied to him about Tess and the other show that I was like, okay, like now is not right place, not right time. Like I could see he doesn't want to quite, or not even felt like I don't know how to get into this and talk to you about it yet. You know, like because I'm yeah. still trying to come to terms with with I'm seeing all this now. You know, because you're. Because he finds out that he's married, and all this stuff. so it's like, oh, okay, so my, you got a test, and you're gonna have a, a, a Sarah. So it's like, or whatever male equivalent if he is a boy, but um, you know, like it's, you can see he's he's got that brotherly. Yeah, there's a lot of love, but there's also competition. And there's also like a little bit of that, like, what the fuck? Like now you're doing better than me. Like, oh, okay, I'm gonna, then I'll say test is yeah, fine. It's almost, it's almost like he doesn't want to give him his baggage. Like half, half like, of that and half of also being like, oh yeah, no, test, I still got test two. Like we're good. Like all right, we're still yeah. we're still on par with each other. You know, you're no, you're not the older brother, even though you look great. You know what I mean? I look like shit, but and there is that pride, like you said, as older brother. You know, like I don't want to just be like, look, test is dead. I'm falling apart, which he does. You know, yeah, later when on, it gets like, to it, then he does it. But at the beginning, he's yeah, trying yeah, not which to. Is, Human, which I really liked. I thought they did that really well. They, uh, but they end up getting in a fight. He tells them to fuck off. Basically, has another panic attack. Sees sees Sarah. And then they realize, like, he almost has this hope of like, could it be? And then it gets ripped away. So it's just like, constant. this man is just getting well, run through. I don't. Emotion. It's not that I don't think he hallucinated her. I think he actually saw. A, a woman who had the same exact hairstyle and had a daughter with very similar hairstyle. You know what I mean? Because you know, and and then it's not just oh, here's a girl who looked like her. I had my hope for a second, which you know, reality came back. But then it's also like that could be my daughter. That could be my daughter who would, be- and that could be my granddaughter, and that could be, yeah. and this could be my life here. And we could because you know they're doing Christmas tree shit. They're you know they're having that episode, and. Um. Yeah, it's all gets torn away from him. But then you jump to Ellie, who's with Maria. Uh, she gets a change of clothes, some weird device. Do you know what that was, Spec? It's a Diva Cup. I don't even know what that is. Diva Cup is a, uh, it's for your period. Oh. Yep. All right, that's good to know. Because I saw that on my, <laughs> I don't know what that is, bro. Am I that young? That I'm some boomer shit? Like they were talking about sponges on Seinfeld. I'm like, you put a sponge up there, dog? But that was like right before I was born, I guess, when they discontinued that shit. Anyways, she goes over to Maria's house, finds out Joel has a daughter, Sarah. Which makes, you know, she's like, oh, that makes sense. You know, she she's yeah. able to piece it. She has enough emotional maturity to figure out like, oh, that's why he was such a cunt. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like a... And then... He uh, or she kind of attacks Joel 
that calls him a piece of shit. And she's like, Tommy's a piece of shit too. Fuck you. <laughs> Which I fu- That's why I love Ellie, bro. She, as a character, you know, she's feisty, but she's loyal. Yeah, I she really, and she even brings that up to Joel later. Like, I fucking defended you, asshole. Like, so I think she does a great job at doing that. But also, you know, as a character, Ellie, it fits Ellie. So why would she just bury fucking Joel like that? She'd be like, no, fuck you. Tommy's a piece of shit, too. And you're with him. So shut up, you hypocrite. Because she's also a child. Yep. So she can't really see that. But also, she, she's never seen Joel as a piece of shit. Really, I mean, he's always protected her. But she so knows. She, she knows yeah. because, you know, when you talk about Maria, it's like, oh, how you used to kill people? Yeah, well, so did, you know, like she, yeah. she definitely was her able first, to snap back at Maria real quick. So her first interaction with him is like, well, obviously the couch, but then he fucking beats the dude to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all. But yeah. Anyway, goes to the movies, right? I, I didn't know if there's like a symbolism behind the movie or not. The movie is uh, the goodbye girl with Richard Dreyfus. It's the whole movie about uh, a mother and her daughter uh, meet Richard Dreyfus, and um, essentially the daughter is the one that's like he would be a good dad. That's the whole premise of the movie. Like so, another oh, parallel so between adds. yeah, okay. it's a parallel between like you know Joel and the family Ellie. figure and whatnot. Like sh- the 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 girl seeing how much. Uh, potential the 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 new man in her mother's life has, yeah. Um, Which bro, like that was me with mom and John type deal. Like I was like, you know, I I remember asking John, I was like, so when are you gonna ask? You know, when are you gonna pop the question, to my mother? Like I, I remember asking him that question when I was a little kid sitting yeah. at the dinner table. So, um, this then she leaves. She overhears Joel break down to Tommy. Where Joel's basically, I can't do this. I physically can't, emotionally can't. I'm a failure. Please do this for me. And then he goes back to the house that they're staying at to tell her. She basically tells him to go fuck himself. Yep. <laughs> and that, you know, I, you're the only one I got. I Just do really, you know. I do love the different pieces that Bella Ramsey brings to this scene because again, it's not for all the things that this show does that are like almost one for one type deal, like this was one where it was like, it was like 85, 90% there mm-hmm. in terms of like just some lines of dialogue weren't the same, but it didn't bother me because just the way that Troy Baker was and that sort of Joel where he was more like the, cause like I said, he's softer. Yeah. He's versus, not so rough. Yeah. Versus this one where it's like, he's not going to use his words. Versus the other one, like there's a, there's a line that Troy Baker does, and it's one of my favorite lines because it really, this because the way the scene worked out. When you watch it, you'll you'll know, um, just the way that the scene plays out in the game, where you know Ellie starts talking about Sarah and Joel stops her and he's like, "You are treading on some mighty thin ice here right now." Like, or it's just something he says something. And I'm just like, "Holy shit!" Like, because mm-hmm. it was funny. I didn't know that. Troy Baker, like I didn't know what he looked like, essentially, type deal. Skinny, skinny yeah, skinny, dude. blonde haired, like just having fun, like doesn't give a fuck type dude. Like he's great. Like I love Troy Baker, and and did a lot of anime, um, uh, voiceover mm-hmm. dubs and stuff like that. He was big into that. A lot of I think he was, you know, voiceover for for video games as well. You know, he, he's big into that. 
But which, if you if you hear his voice, you're thinking of a burly Texan guy. Yeah. Then you see him; he's like a California skinny dude. Yeah. You're just like, what the fuck? So when he's saying these lines, I was like, wow! Like I'm just, I was taken aback in in the moment of just like, what a great performance was was being put because. I also know because we were talking about it before with like how practical effects look so much better mm-hmm. and you kind of are able because you know how Naughty Dog does all their mocaps right where they have the people in the suits and they got like all the so essentially when they run a scene they have the people in the room so Ashley Johnson Troy Baker uh, whoever was playing you know I mean they're in the room they're suited up in these big or these green oh. suits and they're doing the move. So essentially all you have to do in the game or for when you're uh, editing it is essentially just it's all green screen and you're putting in the, the faces and you're putting in the character models. But the movements are all the people. They've been doing that since Uncharted. And um, it just it just goes to show you because um, when you're looking at, you know, you're supposed to be looking at this this wonderful big vista, this giant, you know, playing Uncharted, this giant cavernous fucking ruin where the same is. So you're kind of having to like pretend to have that thing versus like practical effects. Like, oh, you could react to it. It's right in front of you versus like, I have to fake how I'm able to react to the CGI moment. You know what I mean? So that's another thing too, to where it was really raw, like this fight. And then like we talked about earlier, so I won't harp on it, but after they fight, they go on, and then the next morning, you're really thinking, like, holy shit, Joel is going to let her go. And it kind of deflates you. Yep. And then you see him there, which, like I said, I understand why they did that, because it's like, oh, fuck, it's Joel. And then, of course, right away, he's like, do you want to go with me? Or she's like, yep. Yep, throws him right in his face. Uh, yeah. Oh, another thing, too. That line that she says, you know, when she, like, pushes him in the room, Mm-hmm. Uh, when she's like, I've lost everyone that I've cared for is either died or left me. Everyone fucking except, except for you. Yeah. But, I, you know, it's it's not, That's I don't know if that's exactly the line itself, but the fact of the matter is, like, the fact that it's not perfectly grammatically placed, you know what I mean? Like, because if you were to write that scene, like, I think Neil Druckmann was saying it in the post uh, credits uh, behind the scenes part where it's like if you're writing that scene and you know you're just going through it and then you see it of course microsoft word whatever the fuck you use, is gonna like underline it in green or whatever or in red it's gonna be like this is wrong it's not supposed to go here but he was like fuck i'll, I'll uh this is uh because ashley johnson in the moment she did that because that wasn't written like that so ashley did that and then i guess he liked it so much that he kept it to show like the urgency, the, the, cause you know how many times, like when we see, I really do like in some sort of, in certain movies and in, and in TV shows where they'll actually like, they'll, la, 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 and they'll like re- repeat what they were trying to say instead of everything has to be pitch perfect, you know, uh, line perfect every single time. I can't fuck up this phrase. It's going to be the same thing. I'm going to talk to you without having a single fuck up. But like, I like shows when they're, when they show that okay, I'm not going to talk properly. I'm going to stumble over my words, and I'm but it's still and I'm going to rec- and I'm going to correct myself. You know what I mean? Like, so I like that human addition to it. If that makes any sense? That it's, yeah. it really it was the most having that error in there was probably the most human thing possible in that moment. Was well, a frustrated 14 year old girl too. Who's like just yep. trying to get out like all this pain, and that the whole scene like it was. 
obviously I like I know a lo- enough about the game to be like, okay, I know they're gonna be back up, but how are they gonna like? I didn't know if they're gonna change it to where like she leaves and then like it, it dawns on and him. Like, and that, you know what I mean? Like that type of deal. Yeah, we didn't we didn't see that. So, but then him just being there, I was happy. And then they leave together, and like I said, then he kind of starts warming up to her. Then I think it really, like you said earlier, he's trying to be. He's making up for lost time. I feel like. And I, you know him. To the little jokes of being like, you know, actually, I don't want to have a sheep farm. I want to be a singer and shit. Well, <laughs> that's, that part, them two talking about how how um, Ellie likes space and uh, mm-hmm. Joel wants to sing. Neil took that from Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker because Troy Baker's oh, a musician originally. He knows how to play guitar. He's a singer. He had a band, all that stuff like that, and that's what he loved doing. So he gave him that, and Ashley Johnson, who was Ellie, really loved space. And so nice. he put those – he was he was able to take two things from the original cast and put it to them, which I really liked as well. It was good. I couldn't complain about it. I mean I thought the way it ended. So they finally get to Colorado. They do a little bit of a time jump. It's just so weird. They keep going to places I've been, like Kansas City and then now here. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. They go to El Paso, Texas and be like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> But, the game doesn't end in El Paso, so I, unfortunately, I wish. But right. uh, I mean, it started in Austin, so I mean, like, if you yeah. Talk about... uh, they get there. I the do, monkeys. I I did like her being like, "Holy shit, that's a monkey!" Like she, she's never seen any of this shit. Right. Was, you forget about that. Like she's just never like she's never seen dolphins or she's never seen any animals that we just kind of take for granted. Like you assume she's seen well, she's seen a dog, maybe a cat, and that's probably about it. And you know, rats, other stuff like that. You know, city, silly, city animals, uh, mm-hmm. fauna. You know, that's that's pretty much what she knows. Or deer, rabbits. Yeah. You know, but she hasn't seen any of the exotic type things. But I do like that that Pedro, uh, what he was talking about the contractor stuff. Yeah, every, everybody loved contractors. <laughs> like, yeah. And he knows it. He knows it too. He's like, he's got that shitty grin. He's just like, yeah, I'm lying. Because and she's like, contractors sound pretty cool. Yeah, they were pretty cool. I was like, oh my god, bro. But remember, going back to that, what you liked when she was like, like damn, yeah. yeah, you could have just, just made, made it up. up. You know, same thing. He's like, okay, he's get he's fitting the role better now. Like I said before. Before his breakdown, he was at like 80%. And I know yeah. right now he's at 100%. Oh, yeah. I mean, full, full force, 110%. He is now her dad, I feel like. So they get to Colorado, or call it the Colorado Eastern Colorado University. One of the, I don't think it's a real college, but they go to college in Colorado. Um, kind of looks like Boulder, if I'm being honest. Um, so they go there. Uh, they don't find the fireflies, so they're like, "What the fuck?" And I don't remember. Oh, they find a bulletin board. Yeah, they find like, they right. find where they went, so they know where they're going. Yeah. But then that's when the the raiders show up, and he gets into that fight, and it's different in the game, as you know, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, in the game, you know, the, the monkeys are in the game. Uh, you know, the horse part, you know, just hanging out, going through. That's that's all in the game. Um. But he gets into a fight. He he with a with a 
bandit marauder, whatever the fuck you want to call him. They take a tumble over a fucking railing and he ends up impaling himself on a spike that's on the ground. Okay. So that's what happens in game. And of course, like they, how are you going to do that? Yeah. How are you going to figure out how to do some crazy ass shit in this? So like, I wasn't expecting him to get the baseball shiv until like when the, when the bat broke on the tree, I thought to myself, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Maybe they could do it. And then, because I thought he was going to use the other part, like the long part, but he's a short part. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, same thing. The bat was used to do it, but. Yeah. So, yeah, he gets shivved. Uh, they get on the horse. They get out of there. And then uh, after that, it's like, I'm trying to think. It doesn't really give you a time jump. It just shows them riding and then. You could you could assume down. it was like. Probably like ten to fifteen, maybe twenty minutes after. Yeah, you know, and he's pale. He falls off. He's bleeding bad, and then the show ends with her screaming and like, basically, "Don't fucking leave me, dude." Uh, which is like another another failure. So it just keeps piling on. But he, you could argue he failed her, but he did protect her. So, uh, which takes us to the latest episode. Set, which I really liked. I really liked this episode. It's my favorite one so far. Yeah, I mean, I liked it too. Don't get me wrong, but but to me, like I, it's, I still see I, three is still my favorite for whatever uh, reason behind it. I think it's because you know Bill had a giant fucking wall of guns. Maybe that's the reason why I liked it more. But um, I don't that jackboot Nazi thing gets me every time. <laughs> uh, so they start off. They're in a house. You see the blood trail. Uh, horses, I assume, in the garage. Yeah, they're in the garage. Was, and they, or the basement. She, they're, wait. Yeah, they're in the basement. The horse is in the house somewhere. The horse yeah. is alive. Uh, and she's freaking out. He's basically like, just leave me. Go. And go like you said, bro, Bella hits it. Fucking perfect of a girl that's panicking. Shut the fuck up! Like, she, she's like... You know, like I'm, yeah. I would be saying the same shit. You know, like it's, oh, it was such like good. And then him getting aggressive, not like because he's, he's like, look, you gotta go. Like I'm done. Yeah. Like go, go to get Tommy. out of here. Go to Tommy. Go back up north and take care of the shit. Leave me here. Yeah. Um, and then it ju- jumps all the way back to where she was in Fedra school. Shows her getting in a fight. Listen to a Walkman. Uh, she gets a speech by, I guess, the kind of director, like an officer of Fedra, kind of giving her two options. You would probably say, or something like that, right? Yeah, something like that. Where he basically tells her, either you're going to be an officer, do great, or be a grunt. Yeah, Pick. and live like shit. And she chooses to be an officer. Her friend shows up, who's ditched. Kind of reveals to her, I joined the Fireflies, but I have something to show you. And the, the banter between them of her being pro Fedra and her being a Firefly is great. Yeah. Yeah. It does full size the coin. You know, it's really good stuff. Because I. And then. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to continue. Go ahead. Uh, Post credit stuff, I think he said. Maybe it was in the podcast, but Neil was talking about it. He was, I don't want to paint a group as solely 100% good and or 100% evil. So he made that conscious effort to be like, you know, like, okay, like I'm going to show Fedra. Because even we see from the officer, like that officer 
was probably the nicest federation we've ever seen besides the first besides the first lady who was like letting that boy down slow you know with the fucking uh yeah. with the execution type shit but like you don't see that side what do we know as fedra fucking pill heads uh new world nazi jackboot fucks you know uh, uh tear almost like you know um um gestapo type shit like you know we, that's what we're used to for fedra but we got to see like okay no because we're trying to because we know if this happens you know so like it it does paint these with with such great shades like the whole thing is not paint with a single thing of black or white it's all gray and different shades of it and i like how they do the balancing between you need something right fedra's argument is that we need to exist because without us this falls apart yes and in Kansas City, you get an example without Fedra, what happened? It all fell apart. Yeah. You have example of pro, and I'm sure obviously against, but there's a balance that I think they do a great job. This, the reason why I love this episode so much is that because of the relationship for Ellie, seeing her kind of experience this first love thing and then it gets taken from of her. Of course, like the whole fucking show. <laughs> But the experiences too, like being able to play Mortal Kombat, like these little things that they they get along the way and then the political issue, that's kind of the overarching story of her best friend and crush is going to go s- join this radical terrorist group. Where she's going to be targeting people like Ellie. Yep. You know? And her being like, oh, these pipe bombs wouldn't be used on you and she, Ellie has a point. They're going to listen to you. Right. Like there's aspects of that which I thought made it really good because you have the underlying relationship with the overarching political divide where Ellie's like you killed me basically she's like no and then so I don't want to jump too far ahead but it, was that whiskey they got was that legit whiskey or was that just for the show I wasn't able to see okay. the label clearly so I couldn't tell you whether or not it was but I mean it looked to me like some sort of Irish whiskey yeah <laughs> But they find a guy killed himself with pills and alcohol, like Bill and Frank. Mm-hmm. And then they take the whiskey. They have a little jump scare with the dude falling through the floor, which is funny. And then they're drinking alcohol, and they're like, you know, kids drinking alcohol. Like, this <laughs> is great. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, she takes her to the mall, being like, all right, I have what the four wonders of the mall to show you. And then Ellie falls in love with the escalator, which I fucking loved. She's like, wow, is this the first one? She's like, no. <laughs> it was just great. Like a human moment. And once again, a childish, like, holy shit. Yeah. I just stares move. I mean, if you never been to a mall your entire – like the first – like I'm pretty sure – these are similar reactions that an Amish person would have, you know, what I mean? like being thrown into the world, especially in mall because it's just sensory overload, right? You got all the lights and the music and all that shit. Yep. So, first, where do they go first? Oh, merry-go-round. Well, they it's, it's the stairs. It's like Victoria's Secret. They get a little bit of talking about that. It, it sets up a little bit of the romantic side of of, of things. Um. Yeah, you got the merry-go-round, even more stuff to get a little bit more political talking. You know, she's like, wait, why are we doing this? Then we find out later on, oh, they go to the photo booth. They have more intimate moments type deal. Mm -hmm. They really get to make those uh, close bonds together in there. Um, But the discussion, though, of like when you finally figure it out, like, oh, I'm leaving. Yeah. 
And then that's where everything starts weighing a lot more. Like, this is my final night. I'm going to Atlanta. I asked if I could take you. They said no. Yeah. And this kind of, you know, and she even says, my best friend disappeared. I thought you were dead. And then you came back only to tell me you're leaving. And, and then she finds the And only to fucking, you know what I mean? Like, Jesus yeah. Christ, Ellie. Oh. And then they find the pipe bomb, or she finds a pipe bomb, and then that creates a huge fight between them. Uh, Ellie leaves. She comes back. She hears screaming, runs in. It's a Halloween store. <laughs> so that was a nice little little catch on people to make you be like, oh, shit. But that was good. Yep. Uh, same music, same everything was that was in game, too. Like, they, they really kept it. Like They dance on top of the counter. I'm like 20 year old glass holding up two teenage girls whatever whatever man it was a it was a cool scene though because they put on the mask they're dancing to the music um which is a really 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 good cover of um god damn it uh, I got you babe by Sonny and Cher mm-hmm. but it was covered by like Eddie James I think or something like that but yeah it was just you don't even recognize it at first I was like I think I know this song. But then it, she takes off, Ellie takes off her mask and it's like, don't go. And then she says, okay. And then they have their first kiss, which I'm like, which is a big enough moment, not just because of, I mean, she's, it's her first love, right? And then it immediately gets shit on by a fucking, I don't know, what do you call them? It's just an infected, you know, I guess. Infected, yeah. Comes in. They're not called zombies, so you know they're just yeah. Sam Bambos. You know what the fuck you call. Them? Uh, comes in. They fight with it. Uh, Riley gets knocked out for a second. Remember, she doesn't know she's not a like she can't get infected, so she's fighting this thing like for her life because she is. Uh, they finally are able to kill it. Ellie gets the bite on her arm, and then. We Riley see that Riley has going on her hand. And that's so, which I think they even talk about at the end, the duality of them. Like just, I know we keep, we keep saying that word, <laughs> but Riley's sitting there like in shock while, while Ellie's, Ellie's losing her shit, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which is, I know they talk about like, oh, well, Riley had a family. So she knows like, okay, this is how it goes. People die. Like she knows what she's missing. Ellie hasn't. But I, the one thing I really felt that they kind of ignored in that aspect was Ellie's never had that, and she's had this opportunity to meet somebody who she loves, and it's like, okay, their future's all ahead of them, and now it's over. Yep. They, they She finally got what she wanted, only for it to only last the which night. Is what her, which is what hurt her the most when uh, Riley left, that she had somebody who she loved and cared for, finally, who loved and cared for her. Only to turn around and leave. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, her saying, like, to the fire, like, when she brought up the fireflies, it made me feel welcomed, like, family and all this. And her being like, well, I loved you first. Like, you were my family. I felt like that, that hit hard. That's why it really made me like the episode probably the best, is that it took you along this journey. And I didn't, I knew Riley died, obviously, but I, I didn't know. like the whole structure of how everything's going to go. Like, I didn't know that I knew she had a love interest named Riley and I knew how like it ended, but 
way they painted out the political overtones of like it's almost Romeo and Juliet, you know, like Fedra in a way, yeah, Montague's Capulets and stuff. Um, that last scene before you know it cuts back to present day when you got just just how they fall into each other, you know, like yeah, and, and, and you see the too. different like and to where the now they're secure with within each other and they got that moment and even if it's just fleeting but they're still like locked in to this like i'm not leaving anywhere because you know what i mean because they they are they, they're fucking jumbled up at each other now you know they're they they showed that like or at least i've paid attention to that the most of like the of the fact that okay we got hands locking into places where it's like okay this is a solid type hold you know what i mean like i'm thinking of shit like that so of the thing to really reinforce like i'm not going anywhere yeah, and I like that little speech Riley had of like, we could take the easy way out, but we're not going to do that. We're going to keep fighting and moving on. Yeah. And I really like that. Uh, I like that she... Uh, I like how Ellie, just because Riley's not with her anymore physically, she's still with her in spirit. The same way that like yeah. anything that my my dad or my grandfather or something like that, like that said to me before in the past about something, like it's still, I still hear those words in my head. Whenever they're mm-hmm. supposed to pop up, you know. So I feel like Riley, at that moment when when Bella's, uh, sorry, when Ellie, same girl essentially, <laughs> but when you know when she's got her hand on that doorknob, mm-hmm. Riley's in her ear, and that speech yeah. pops back in. Keep yeah, and I really like that. And you know, I didn't really think of it like, oh, we're holding on to each other. I think, yeah, I mean that is true. It's kind of like a. They're scared because they know what's going to happen. And, you know, they're angry because of what they could have had and what could have been. Uh, Now they're in pain and shit like that. So in terms of like emotional pain, like everything was right in front of them and now it's gone. And both sides, like she, like I said, Riley had that family. So she knows what it's like to lose. And Ellie just got that. She just got that. And it's been torn away. And you're going to see and that's why there's such an explosive reaction that you get. Yeah. And especially with Joel too. Like, I think that adds in like with him being hurt. She's like, no, this is yeah, like, shut I'm the gonna- fuck up. And then she goes, she tears that out. You know, what she does essentially, she repeats it instead of destroying shit with a crowbar. She's ripping fucking shit off from walls and like going through drawers or trying to find anything. And in the game, there's this whole complicated setup where we see her later on, like it, 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 I think it says like a week or so later or something to that extent. And it shows, um, and, uh, uh, Ellie hunting and you get to play as Ellie because the whole time too, like when the game was, was out, people were like, we're going to get to play as Ellie. And Neil was like, nope, you're only going to play as Joel. So he straight up lied to everybody. And then mm-hmm. boom, we get to play as Ellie. Cause then we, Cause it gets to that whole point of like, Oh my God, is Joel dead? That's the whole problem as a gamer. You're like, did Joel just die? And now it's just the Ellie show for the rest of the game. You know, that's what you're thinking. And you stumble across uh, Nolan North uh, who plays Nathan Drake, but he's playing a different character in, um, in this. He plays a bad guy. He plays a cannibal leader and he's trying to uh, like, I don't know if it's going to go one for one. Oh, in this well, show, I, was, but... I do believe isn't the, the guy who does the voice of Joel, isn't he playing the fucking cannibal leader? I have no idea. I, I hope so. I think that'd be great. Okay. It'd be hilarious. I heard that. I read that, that he's going to do that. And that the girl who does... Uh, Ashley Johnson's going to be her mother, I think. He's going to do a flashback to her mother or something. 
I think. Oh, that's sick. But that's why I, I don't know if that's true. But next week looks wild because it shows her hunting in the preview. And then it shows her talking to the religious leader. Gotcha. Okay. So in in the game, it's we don't see Joel at first. We just see her hunting. She stumbles upon that guy. And then they, ha- they get into this whole, you know, set piece where they got to defend against clickers and other shit. And then he um, she asks for medicine. And then that's how she helps heal Joel with the medicine. But because of, and it harkens back, because again, I was listening to the fucking behind the scenes shit. Um, you know, they stitching comes up a lot in the episode. When he talks about like, oh, like uh, I gave her, she got 15 stitches or something. And the stitches comes up like a couple of times, like in referring to like the fight. And so like to the fact that she then goes and finds a needle and thread to stitch him up back up was another thing of like, okay, she's, she's going through the whole, in that moment of her panic, she was able to think back, get inspired by Riley and also remember like, what do I know? What could I possibly do? What is one thing that I know that I could do to help out in the situation? I know I can't rub blood on him and it's going to work, but I could do something. And that's just shows her character. And that little victory, I think, is almost it's redeeming for what she couldn't do for Sam. Yes. Right. Yep. And that's a nice little moment. And you know what? Uh, show. I mean, shit. Season one's almost over. We only got three more episodes. Yeah, I was worried about the pacing at first, but I think I think it's going to work out because eight's coming up. Then we got nine, which will be the penultimate. And then episode ten. So yeah, I, like I said, I was worried at first, but I think I think we're going to be all right. They're yep. they're moving along pretty well. But if that's yeah, true, and Troy Baker's back, and he's going to do the thing, oh bro, what a great thing! Because like I said, Nolan North, who was the the naughty dog poster boy, was the bad guy. So the fact that they're going to do all that shit, oh god, makes us. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for Sunday now. I mean, it doesn't look like that guy, the Uncharted guy. Like it, you have to look at it. I don't know. Yeah, I saw I the previous. It's it's probably not gonna be Nolan North, you know what I mean? Like he's got his own shit that he's doing and stuff. So like I would assume he wouldn't reprise his role because no one besides Marlene reprised their role as themselves, yeah. essentially. That's good so far. I mean, now that we're caught up, I would. I mean, it's an A. I just want to, you know, I, the show's not over yet. So it's hard for me to be like, oh my god, it's an S rank. But so far, it's been the best. Video game nerdy kind of culture source thing since the Lord of the Rings, the original series, not that fucking Rings of Power shit. Yep, since uh, Return of the King. Well, you know, Fellowship within Two Towers and Return of the King. Yeah, I, um, yeah. Which are on Netflix, by the way. So if you have Netflix, they're on there now. But I love it. I love it so far. Yeah, suspiciously good. Don't yeah, know. I'm waiting for the shooter drop. I'm waiting. You know, Maybe season I, two. I hate. Well, season two, part two, but, had its yeah. own controversy and bullshit behind it. So I mean, like, we'll see. But I'm sure. I'm sure he's been sitting on that shit for yeah, years. Yeah, he's had. Of, you know, he's like, had some time to figure out how am I going to do this better. Yeah, but I wonder. Oh, okay, for those who haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil anything, but. I'm I'm glad where it's going. It's, I mean, I've been telling everybody to watch it because it's that good. Where I'm like, you should watch it. And it's one of those things. It's like I don't always bring up Attack on Titan, but I I think I said it in the group chat where it's like, 
I'm trying to tell you all your boys to watch. You just gotta I don't yeah. spoil it. We just gotta trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Like explaining The Last of Us, like, well, it's almost like a true grit. You have that like the old beat up guy taking a young girl on a journey. And that's where it kind of goes. Like, you can't really get like, oh, yeah, there's zombies, I guess, sort of things. But it's it's hard to get into that shit. They take know? The Walking Dead, they take The Mandalorian, and they and they make them fuck, essentially. Yeah, basically, yeah. It's so good. Like, I, I really like, well, once again, it probably goes back to True Grit, because I watched it with my grandpa when I was a kid. And I like that kind of trope. You know, the old grizzled veteran having to do something or they're on a journey with a younger person. And for a reason, you know, true grit is to kill her, her, uh, to kill her, the guy who killed her dad. Yeah. But then it gets like he, she hires him and then she ends up going, it's if you haven't seen true grit, fucking watch it. Great. Even the remakes fucking I prefer the remake just because Jeff Bridges does such a good fucking job. Yeah. John Wayne by that time, you know what I mean? Like he was, yeah. I mean the writing holds that movie up and because it's John Wayne, you're like, okay, but the, the remakes so fucking good. It's got a bunch of good actors in it. I feel like John Wayne's the only thing that was holding that movie up to be honest. The first one, the original yeah. the fact that they were like, yep, John Wayne being John Wayne. So enjoy it. You know, <laughs> this is a John Wayne movie. And then, but, you know, Jeff Bridges actually made the, no, this isn't a genre movie. This is a drama piece, (laughs) which, which you really didn't get until I think John Wayne's last, well, there was the searchers and then, uh, the shootist. I think those are like those very two, like not so much just like, oh, let's have a, let's have a rip it and roar and adventure cowpoke. It's like, okay, we're going to tell some shit. And it was the searchers and what's it called? The shooter. That's where you see, oh, he's an actual actor. Yeah. He's not just John Wayne. <laughs> yeah, he's not just Marion. What's up, Marion? Yeah. So that was I I really like it. I like the tropes they use. I everything that bothers me is a little like the chick there, or maybe him being a little but I can also understand why they would do it. Yeah. It's not like where I don't get it where I'm like, whoever does is a fucking idiot, but I understand what they're doing. I can see why you would do it that way, and I love it. Yeah, there's there's nothing about it like for for coming coming from a person like myself who always has to figure out what the fuck is wrong with something. I can mm-hmm. never leave anything alone. I can never just take something and be like, "I love this. This is perfect." You know, what I mean? like I I never have that. There are very few instances where I say that I do do that. But and and this is another one where it's coming up, and I'm like. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out what I could hold on to to make me like completely make this show to be the piece of shit that I want it to be in my head because I'm so because it would be what I'm used to it would be comfortable it would be mm-hmm. it would be par for the course you know it would be equilibrium if this was a, another piece of video game garbage that just made it onto the screen somehow that would make sense. Then you'd be like, "Oh, this sucks," but I might watch it because I really like the game, like The Witcher. Exactly. I'm. I was ready for another Witcher, essentially, and the fact that we didn't get that, um, kind of pisses me off. <laughs> well, it's, it's it scares me actually. It's because I'm not used to this. You know what I mean? It's it's that whole thing. Like it's it's called. It's, it's like I'm. 
This is, this is my escalator, apparently. You know? Like, <laughs> I'm freaking out about this fucking yeah. escalator right now. It just... It bothers me because I'm like, damn, you guys can actually make good stuff. Do it more often. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, like and it's really good. Like, And like I told you earlier, if you would have told me 10 years ago... Uh, they would have made me care about two gay characters that four, made me tear up. Technically, four gay characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like make me tear up when they die, or because like the only really good character I know that they make gay in media was Mr. Leahy from the Trailer Park Boys, <laughs> which you gotta watch, bro. You gotta watch that. I know I'm more liquor than man, or some shit like that. Like I've, I've, I am the liquor. Yeah, I, I am the liquor, Randy, or something. Whatever the fuck he says. Yeah. Frig off. Yeah. Uh, start with season two and watch up to season seven. They're really short because they're like twenty minute episodes, and one of the seasons is only six episodes. Okay. They they average like I think eight, and then towards the end I think they're ten. But really good. It's on Netflix. After seven, it gets to. I know we talked about it a bunch of times, but where they bought the rights and the the original director's not there, so you can feel a difference. But I love this show. I I know we've spent two and a half hours sucking it off. <laughs> yep, and we're gonna spend another. Well, we got three more episodes, so you're gonna get at least another hour and a half of <laughs> sucking it off next time when we get caught up. Uh, so, what's our plan going forward? You're halfway done through Attack on Titan. Season three. Okay, from from this point going forward, after this episode ends, I will finish Attack on Titan season three. I will finish Gate so that we have at least two things to talk about, and I have another one I, I'm starting to watch that if I finish, I'll talk about if it's good. Um, I have nothing to do this weekend. It's going to snow this week anyway. So, okay, yeah, I got work, but other than that, oh fuck, bro, like this weekend we got. Johnny Bones, fucking John Jones coming back to the fucking oh, UFC. Yeah. We got that fucking card and then a bunch of other good fights that are on there. We got that on Saturday and then we got the fucking last of us on Sunday. This is a stacked weekend. I should have called out. Like, you know what I mean? um, Attack on Titans part, well, season four, part three comes out on Friday. So look at that, bro. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. So we're going to get you caught up on Attack on Titan because it's slowly ending. Dude, I might cry at the end of that. Well, you said it's going to be different than the the manga, so. I know, but still, the fact that it's ending, I might just, you know, it's a great show. You you can't even see my window over there. But I got the Wings of Freedom over there. Oh, nice, nice. My green ones, I've rearranged my room, so I got to hang everything back up. I I saw someone at a, what's it called, the things I like going to, Renaissance Fair? I saw someone at a Ren Fair. They had um, the Scout jacket, <laughs> the green with the. Yeah. It was it was cool. I was like, I recognize that. I saw there's one on Amazon that's like a. What are those? The Snuggies. Oh yeah, they have a, yeah. It's a little cloak, and I almost bought it, but I'm like, no, it's thirty bucks, and I've been thinking about it. I'm like, no, that's a that's the next level. I say, get it. I might, bro. You you would be ashamed at how much money I just fucking dropped mm. because of my fucking depression spiral. <laughs> I fucking I, I did some retail therapy. 
Well, if it's the uh, thing you sent me, I know it's pricey. Yeah, but it's cool. If it's cool, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I got that, and I got, and I bought two pairs of boots. Oh, nice! I've actually been looking at uh, Thursday boots. They they make a uh, trench boots. Oh. I'm starting to get into. Uh, I like that style. Yeah, I, was... I don't like the. Just with the C, what is it? Not Chino. Chelsea. I don't like Chelsea boots. Chelsea boots, yeah. I, I, that, I like, that was like my first set of like getting into the boot world. I had a pair of Chelsea boots that looked really nice, and I fucked them up. Wore them to work one day because I wanted to look pretty. <laughs> well, it's going out after work, so I was like, I'll just wear it to work with my jeans, and then scuffed them up. I was like, fuck, fuck. Yeah, I, um, what's it called? I got... I was looking at some, um, so I was every, I like to go to Shepler's every once in a while just because that's where I got one of my pairs of, um, Lucchese boots from. So I always check in to see what they got. Cause sometimes I'll have like a good sale or something. Cause I bought them when they were on sale, but I was looking at this time around and I saw a pair and I was like, those are really fucking cool. And it's like, not, it's a, it's like if you took a work boot and a coward boot, and you made them fuck. So. I bought it. Essentially, I was like, I need a new pair. Because, I mean, like, I love my boots. Like, my, I've never once, those boots have never failed me once. You know, like, of all the times that I should have, like, eaten horrible shit and fell down and fucked myself. <laughs> like, I, uh, my buddy Pistache at work, he's like, he he ranks, he he uh, he classifies my boots like a, as like a magical item. They, oh, they yeah. give me like a buff. He's, they, they give me like a charisma buff, but like a, a, a debuff in stealth because they hear me clicking and clacking all over the place. So it's like charisma buff, but a stealth debuff. So I was like, that's that's fair. That's fair. But these ones are like, they, they got like the work soul. So they're all like professional, like, you know, non, non-slip, non you know, like grippy, you know, really, really good, like pronounced soul. So almost yeah, like kitchen shoes. What's that? Like the kitchen shoes. At the non-slip kind of bullshit. Yeah, to something to that extent, and it's just but they're but a regular cowboy boot for the rest of it. It's just that undersole part that's just not. And I was like, I'm buying them. They're Lucchese's. They're not ostrich skin, but fuck it. They're waterproof. They're fucking slip resistant. They got all that shit. I'm like, you sold me. Damn. So that's good winter boots. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not. And I and the other pair of boots I bought was a pair of winter boots because I was we got a shit ton of snow to, or today last night. So fucking, I don't have my good pair of winter boots. I just fucking ran through them. There were some, they were a pair of Under Armour boots that I bought a while ago and they lasted me like a year and then they fucking just ripped apart. And I was like, all right, these fucking suck. So yeah, I hate Under Armour boots. I hate Under Armour shoes, but the boots are dog shit. Yeah. So I've said never again. I said, if I'm going to get myself a, a reliable fucking boot, I went and got myself a pair of fucking Belvilles, bro. I was like, fuck. I was like, I am not I am not going through that shit again. So I got Belleville 770s. You're familiar with those? They're really good. They're the ones that are, they're the Gore-Tex. They're the ones that are um, uh, winter. They're insulated and they're waterproof. So I'm like, all right, perfect. I got myself a winter pair and I got myself the, the, the summer. Win- well, because I feel like, just watching the last of us and going through the whole thing of like, I can't, if I'm going to, I'm not going to be trekking through some shit in my regular cowboy boots. I need some like actual boot boots. So my new cowboy boots are going to be just like that. I can't wait. Yeah. 
Dude, we've been talking so long. I've seen the sun go down as <laughs> where you are. Yes, yes, it's now dark. This is almost three hours, and the other one's at least an hour and ten. So we did it. We did it. We got ourselves a big welcome back episode. I'm happy about it. Yep. So it's going to be probably about three hours forty minutes somewhere around there. Because I had to cut out the end part of the last one, but we did a good job. We did. We did. So that's it. Well, not lucky. We almost lost the first hour. I know. So you know we're we're, we're good at this. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Uh, we're, any closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. Uh, I can't wait to watch more of it, and I can't wait to get back to the swing of the podcast. I'm sorry, everybody. I was just going through some shit, so it's. Uh, we both were. We were busy. I was having a crisis. Uh, Spec called me gay, which made it even worse. <laughs> so, oh God. I mean, it was right, it was one of it was right after we watched the gay episode. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I am gay. What's going on? We're all gay, bro. <laughs> That's what I said, yeah. right? Something to that extent. Yeah. But I mean, we're back at it. I'm trying to wrap up these classes and I have some new ones starting, but we're getting shit done. Yeah. We're going to get back on the anime kick. So if you don't like The Last of Us, we'll at least have something to filter in there. Yeah, we're returning to form. And, uh, I got. I'm gonna contact Seti and Dom, and I'm gonna talk to them about what went down because I haven't talked to them about what went down. So I'll let them. I'll let them know that I'm back and ready for action. If they want to rejoin me, if they don't want to because they have settled their own schedules, just get ready for me and Cantrell for the rest of the ride, folks. <laughs> we're uh, we're it. So yeah, we could do uh, serpent the shit out on Mondays. Yeah, right. We'll figure something out. Wait, no, we record on Mondays. That doesn't work. <laughs> Let's put it out on Wednesday still. We will figure something out. So yeah. We don't mind. Uh shout out to the boys who you know, fuck them. Never mind. <laughs> I mean, I'll shout out to everyone that's that I know that I have their phone number that's listening. <laughs> if you know how to text me in real life and you're listening to this, I'm shouting you out. All right. I love you to death. Uh I hope you weren't too well, none of y'all asked me where what happened to the podcast, so I know none of y'all listen anyway. So you know, like I never, I didn't get a text from anyone in a month for like, yo, what's happening with the podcast? So you know, except me being like, are you alive? Yeah, you because yeah, well, that makes sense because we're doing it together. But I mean, everyone else though hasn't asked me, so whatever. That's such a weird thing too to be like, do I keep pestering him or just let him let him rot? <laughs> well, I'm like, I can't like drive to your house and like check on you, so I'm like, I don't want to keep bugging him. So then I made Sam call you, and you didn't answer him. I saw. I saw. Because, well, you called me, and then he called me type deal. It was like a close proximity. So I was like, oh, I know what that's about. <laughs> I wasn't ready yeah. yet. I wasn't ready. Well, he asked me. He asked me, have you heard from him? I'm like, no. I've been, you know, him face. But that's a good way to end, I guess. Fuck it. Yep. We'll spec be back next week. Tune in to find out. Well... Actually, I just saw my screen door open, so I might have to go check that out real quick. So, <laughs> everybody, right. everybody have a great week, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Peace. <laughs>